Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you enjoy the D&D adventure that awaits you, feel free to support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There you will find different tiers with different rewards as our way of expressing our gratitude. You can also show your support on your sleeve by checking out our merch shop, tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. But enough with these frivolities. Join me, Graven Ilvigo, and my periodically proficient companions on this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In Season 2, Chapter 4, Paint That the Truth, <laughs> Erland crept through the bushes while the rest of the party returned to the Stout Hill Corridor Road, determined to keep at least one of the party from being seen by the Elatrians as we continued to hunt for Ironwoods. Despite getting out by the skin of our teeth, we didn't have a better plan for collecting these plant samples than the one we'd already employed. Keep an eye out on the opposite bank, use the spyglass to locate a fully grown Ferris bromeliad, and then swim back and forth across the river when no one was looking. It was an exhausting proposition, one that was thankfully replaced by a new proposal when we were approached by a familiar face. The white-haired halfling who we'd seen earlier fleeing from Elatrian scouts had been following us, and she re-emerged now that she was reasonably convinced we wouldn't be ratting her out to the elves. Kaimi was a searcher, a special kind of forager employed by universities and institutions of magic to obtain rare spellcasting components. And because of the abundant resources in Trickster's Thicket, it was an area she was very familiar with. After observing our little mini heist, she discerned that we were in the market for iron roots, and she knew where we could find them in greater number, as long as we could lend a helping hand. Apparently a friend of Kaimi's had defaced a few crypts in the area known as Bezufir, a collection of small ponds just inside the border of the thicket. In doing so, they'd upset the spirits and possibly taken on a curse 
so there was some urgency in returning to the scene and cleaning up their mess. As the crypts had been barricaded after their defacement, Kiimi needed help getting them open, which is where we came in. She led us to a portion of Free Run where the water was moving very quickly, a strong current that because of its risk was also less carefully guarded by the Elatrians. A path of stones led to the other side, but this was not as convenient as it seemed, for several Galeb Doors sat submerged in the water, elementals soaking up minerals and sediment. Our passage across was less graceful than we would have liked, but we managed to stay out of sight, and led by Kiimi, we entered a burrow just inside the thicket that took us right up to the edge of Vizafir. As promised, the ponds were teeming with life, and while Graven assisted our new friend in opening the crypts, the rest of us scrounged for precious iron roots in the areas that she pointed out. The mission was well underway when we realized that a lookout had been stationed in a nearby treehouse, but mercifully a lack of vigilance had kept him from noticing our trespass. Kaimi and Erland stealthfully approached and used a bit of enchantment magic to get the Elatrian to leave, which turned out to be fortuitous in more ways than one, as the lookout was also guarding a set of instructions for bypassing additional security measures in the crypts. Rune-laden walls required pressing certain glyphs, and without the correct sequence, we might have been stuck on the outside. But Kiimi was finally able to access the interior, and we saw the graffiti scrawled across the wall. <clears throat> Obvious displeasure expressed at the manner in which the dead here were be being memorialized. We didn't get the whole story, but it was clear that a conflict between halflings and elves had turned bloody, and that Kiimi herself was responsible for the painted makeup. Everything was progressing rather nicely, and Kiimi was confident that the curse would be lifted. But it was then that we heard Elatrian reinforcements approaching, and they quickly noticed one of the open crypts and crept inside to investigate. Erlin took this opportunity to push the elves down the stairs, and Graven slammed the door shut behind them, buying us an opening to gather the iron roots and Kiimi enough time to scrub the last defaced wall clean. After backtracking to the burrow, our new companion confided that she had to head north to Dillasun, so we said our goodbyes and plunged into the darkness of the Badger Den, where we wondered. Was Kiimi free of her curse now that she had atoned for her transgressions? How risky is it to send only the minimum number of iron roots back to Navigapura? <laughs> and does Graven now have a better idea of what it looks like to others when he's having conversations with a voice inside his head? We find out now on season two, chapter five of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Oh my gosh. Shit. You know what? I know. Very do not. For them. Minimum. It was no. a question. We wonder. Yes, it's a rhetorical question. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We wondered it's it fine. now. Oh, that it's one hurt. Hurt. That one hurt real good. Nobody wondered that yet? I wondered. No. <laughs> I'm wondering right now. Wondering. <laughs> now we're, we're all wondering it. It was plants. the exact number. I mean, go on. I mean, it's better right. than under the exact number. It could have been. Everyone, shut up. <laughs> With dark vision, keeping her from having to feel her way through the tunnel, Safira leads the way underground. Oh no. Her pace quickened both by familiarity and urgency, knowing that the two Elatrians stuck in the crypt aren't likely to be the last to wander through Bezafir which is to say nothing of the charmed lookout who will soon come to his senses. <laughs> As before, having to hunch the entire way through makes the burrow seem even longer than it already is. Four sets of shuffling footsteps kicking the dried grasses beneath your feet. 
After a slight bend to the left, you start to see the faint tendrils of light pouring in, a good sign that the exit is coming up. But the light seems to be coming through only along the edges of the circular opening, as if something was partially blocking the way. So you sort of, and then you (laughs) stop there. So you can see like a little semicircle of light around an object in the middle of the burrow there. Maybe 30 feet, it could be anything. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna kind of put my hand up. Fuck. Graven can't see that, and he bumps into the person. No, 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 sorry. sorry. What's happening? I, can I see if the thing is moving at all? Does it look like it's breathing or, okay. Is there a problem? I maybe, probably, yeah. Same problem as before. Fuck's sake. Um, 14. 14? As far as you can tell, it's sitting very still. Okay. Like like a sleep board or just sitting there. Like it's not moving at all. And it also, just based on the shape, you can't see too much detail, but it even looks like it's facing away from you. You can't see like the face of a badger facing you. But it's furry. You can tell that it's a creature. (laughs) (sighs) Well, it's, it's... I think it might be our badger buddy, but it seems like he's asleep. I I don't think we can get by him, though. It looks like a sliver of light. I don't know what the best method here is. I I don't really want... In the tunnel, I... I He said not to be back here, and I said, okay, we won't be, thinking that, you know, whatever, we deal with it when we cross that bridge. What do badgers eat? Uh, Kind of anything, honestly. Is it like... I mean, are they as sort of like... Yeah, they're, they're, they're scavengers, mostly like... You know, berries like and carrion and yeah, stuff. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, gnaw on things and whatever they can kind of get their hands on. Can we bait it away with some food? I was thinking something like that, I suppose. But baiting, I mean, it's going to see us. Don't you have that all mirage? Uh, oh, right, I do. Uh, yeah, I could try that. Uh, the what? Uh, the, 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 the rabbit. Horned rabbit. Is that oh. on your person? Uh, yeah, I think okay. it was. Yeah, I died. I was just asking. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think the best method is, I suppose, tiptoe up behind it, see if we can't fit through, sneak past it while it's sleeping. And if we can't, then, you know, it tries to attack us. I think we just throw the arm mirage and then just keep going. Are you able to speak to it again? (sighs) Yes. He didn't seem particularly combative the first time. Well, what if this is a different one? It's not a bad idea. Okay, fine. could be, but it might be something entirely different. Can you not see... Well, either way, it doesn't look like it's... I mean, it looks like an animal, right? It, does, it, does. it doesn't look It like looks like about the same size and shape of the badger, of the giant badger that you saw. Okay. In addition to that, to answer one of your other questions, um, it does not look like you could slip by it. Right, right. Like, right. you could get by it if you, like, pushed it you know, up against the wall. But you would never Excuse be me, able sir? to get by without <laughs> touching <laughs> it. So, yeah, well, you hold it, so just at the... Much. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm at gonna, the precipice. We don't, don't... Look, I can talk to it again. Don't, okay? don't wait. Okay. It might be dead, so wait until we... It might be dead. I don't think it's dead. It looks it, like it's sleeping. It might... Do you see it... Can I see it over Sephira's shoulder? Uh, give me a perception with disadvantage. You guys are all, like, crammed in the tunnel, and you were behind Graven because uh, yeah. he asked for one of yeah. Yeah. Dark vision line. Thir- uh, 13. 13. You can only kind of see, you can see fur, it's yeah. not moving as far as you can tell, it's sort of a big rump, you can see the backside of it. Use it only if necessary. Uh, we, the last thing we want is some sort of loud confrontation with a badger that could alert the Elatrians. Uh, yeah, I know, just, okay. Best I, we are out I'd like to be possible, able to talk to it before moving. it wakes up, so I'm just going to go ahead and cast this. I'm going to go ahead and cast Speak with Animals. Okay. Just because it lasts for ten minutes, so it, yes. it'll last that's when we get here. That's good. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. 
something really cool. May I continue moving? My knees are getting sore. <laughs> quietly, quietly, yes, Goliath, yes, quietly. Yes. Can we keep like a hand on Graven? Whoa, easy girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you're not hard. Yeah, you're yeah. like, get your hands off me. <laughs> I'm going to check behind us to see if anything is trying to... The tunnel did bend a little bit, so you can't see like all the way back. Uh-huh. Eight. Yeah, nothing. There's definitely nothing that has crept up on you. I'm gonna kind of, as we creep up to it, okay. when we get within sort of earshot of it, I'm gonna well, kind of do the badger of equivalent of like. <clears throat> <laughs> what What is the badger yeah, equivalent the badger of that? Equivalent? I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, that's what you guys hear. Yeah. Saphira <laughs> in her head hears, <clears throat> excuse me, sir. But everyone else hears like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good kind of noise is bad. A couple of noises doesn't seem to stir at all. You're maybe 15 feet from it right now, so you're not far from it. Okay, I'm going to just keep moving closer, see if, it, if it's not going to wake footsteps? up then. Are you trying to sneak up on it? Or are you? Uh, no. Okay. Just kind of, your feet kind of crunch along, again, kind of dried grass of nests of a different, that have long sort of not been used. Get up. Probably within five feet of it now. I'm going to kind of, again. Nothing? Okay, can I kind of gently, like, go to touch it? Feel your hand. Soft fur between your fingers. It's not cold, but you keep your hand on it. And it's not it's rising not and breathing. falling. Oh, no. Okay. Um, sensing that, I'm going to kind of... Graven, will you help me? I think he might be dead. Can you move well, him? No, we should be careful. He's not going to be able to get by you. Like, yeah. it's that narrow. I oh. can get... Can I try to push to the badger a little, a little bit so that I can increase the opening? Are you can trying I to push her... it, like, to the side or forward? Forward. Okay. Actually. Can I get, yep. like, my head, be- like, between her legs? You can <laughs> kind of... <laughs> reach arm out it's not doing a lot. Yeah. Give me an athletics check. Okay. The, the order right now is Safira, Orba, Graven, oh my me? God. No. Safira, Graven, Graven me. Orba, oh. Yeah. You came Three. in the back. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah. Three. Three. You give it a push, and not only is it heavier than you expected, it even seems like maybe it's caught on the burrow or something. Like it's caught on something. It's hard. Uh, shit. Can you get behind me so that I can get better foot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this could be everyone, around. everyone. This could be a trap of some sort. Either way, we've got to get out of it. No We're not going to die in this tunnel, mate. Give me acrobatics checks, both of you, as you switch spots in the tunnel here. Oh. Is that well, kind of coughed, or is that okay? You're good. Um, 23. Right? Severe nice. so gets flat against, and Graven scoots his way past. It's very intimate for a moment. He sort of pass spaces by. But Graven gets into the front there, and you can't... You, there's a little bit of light coming around the edge. Mm-hmm. It mostly just looks like a... Because you can't see on your side. It just looks like a big, round, black sort of yeah. puff in front but of you. You, I feel it, and it feels like a... Badger. You put your hands out. You can feel the fur on your hands. Yeah, it feels like a badger. All right. I'm going to push it, but I'm going to then retreat back into the tunnel a bit to see what happens. Okay, I think it's dead, mate, but yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. As we're making noise here, I want to check our shoulder again. Okay. Give me up something. Give me an athletics check. Mm. 13. 13. Nothing, nothing you can hear or see coming up behind you as far as you can. 15. 15. Graven gets his feet, one knee down on the ground, <laughs> and with one kind of shoulder and a big hand, 
the creature and starts to move a little bit. As soon as I feel bit. it tip, if it t- has a tipping point. Uh, the burrow's actually kind of moving up because it's, oh, it's going up to down. exit. Okay. But you give it a push and it kind of rolls a little bit. You can see like a limp foot oh. kind of roll as you push it forward. And when you push it forward, you hear a... <gasps> you let go. Yeah. And it starts to roll back toward you. So you pushed it up a little bit okay. and it starts to roll back. That's fine. And it starts... And as soon as it gets... You know, back to the position where it was. He tried to hear again, and, and a couple like darts from the sides of the walls shoot out and shoot into the badger corpse, not to you. So it clicks on something again, and yeah. And as you see that, you look to the side, and it already had a couple darts in the side of it. There are darts rigged to fire from the sides. This badger was killed by. Probably the Elatrians who rigged this hole. They said this. Fuck's sake, can we? We were just here. Can you see yes. where the mechanism is? Is Unless there any you by some to... miracle avoided it, which seems extremely unlikely. It seems like it's been set since you last passed through here. It's been like what, like an hour? Yeah, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as you saw with the guys that were like walking along the bank, they were setting up traps as they went. So, it's... like the one that you stepped over to get the iron root in. How many arrow? How many darts are inside? Uh, uh, give me a perception check. See if you can kind of see. Can we just keep pushing it and triggering it until we're out of darts? Oh. Just fill this guy up. I know. Yeah. Twelve. I know. Uh, Eleven. Not even a bad idea. You try and sort of count him as best you can. It looks like maybe six. Like, and that, but that's not just the amount right now. That when it triggered before. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So six maybe. The badger has taken. As many as six darts to the side from whatever is set up out there. This is... And it happened again just now. All right, that's awful. But look, can we, I don't know, can we use it as a shield of some kind? Can, and Safira, if, if we don't disrespect this body, could you perhaps what? invite it to your bow? What? I, well, oh no, it's, I, I don't know if it exactly works like that, mate. It's sort of a... I don't really decide when it walks into my bow. There's kind of got to be a circumstance. I think it decides, really, as... Always felt kind of like it just happened to me. I don't you, know. you seemed to get on well with him when he was living. Yeah, no, it's quite. Don't bring that up, mate. I was ready to have another chat to him. I'm now no, I'm right, sad, and we do have to sacrifice his body. I was thinking, actually, maybe we cut it open and try to get through him. That way, at least As the you darts ponder that idea. What were you trying? <laughs> to I'm trying to get one the of the darts. darts won't get us. To, okay, like push just, it enough to get a dart. You just like hand check. Look, I just am trying to live and get out of here alive. It's like if we if we just you? taunt on it. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not able to get your What's arm in idea? and get you can get your hand to the dart, but there's not enough space to like pull it loose no, from the, from the back of the body. Worst idea ever. I imagine something as simple as a dart was not enough to take down this giant badger. They may have poison on them. Yeah, that's why I don't want to get hit by a mate. Well, okay, how, does anybody have experience setting traps in the wilderness? How many darts could possibly be stored in this little tunnel? Like, if we keep triggering it with this Would I have any sense of, like, this kind of a trap as a ranger? I mean, perhaps. The the big question is that you don't know the answer to, is it a magic trap or a purely physical one? Ah, Because presumably a purely physical one would run out of ammunition at some point, but a magical trap might be Can I take a look at one of the darts in the He tried to pry one loose and was unable to do it. Yeah, it's kind of like right up against the wall. Are they barbed or? Hard to tell without without pulling it out. 
Uh, I'm gonna start casting Detect Magic. Okay. Really <laughs> in, in the, the little burrow here. behind you, <laughs> yeah. looking around. I'm gonna look on the ground for more if, traps that we maybe missed around me. Don't see anything. If, if I hear her casting that, I'll wait, knowing, okay. knowing oh, what gosh. it sounds like. Everybody, sits in the tunnel. Is it, is it possible to reach your hand underneath and sort of trigger the trap repeatedly? Underneath? Underneath the badger. That's Look, where the, I know it's this a pressure is insane. Sensitive. I think the only way out is through him. We're not cutting I... the badger in None of us even have... Your, do you have your scythe on? None of us have a cutting mechanism to do this. Raven, can you not... He has a mace. He would smash it to bits. I don't know. If anything... I don't think we would... But here's the problem. We're stuck in a tunnel right now behind a giant badger and they're definitely know exactly where we are. We're sitting ducks. Yes, but we have no tools to cut the center if of the If we just badger. started trying oh. tearing it apart. I... Yes. <laughs> this filling my ears <laughs> with nonsense. I'm gonna try to push it oh, no. from one side to almost push it out. So not straight out, okay. kind of out to one side, <laughs> realizing that I might be, because darts came from both sides. Yes. Realizing that I might trigger oh. on one side and okay. really listening out for that. The that, click. The yep. click, yeah. Um, yeah, so you're pushing it. You can already tell her off the bat, I'll just say this before you do it, you won't be able to push it to the side enough to get by it. So, but are you still trying to, you won't be able to slide by it. It's that really? big. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's very little space around the edge of it. Okay. Well, pushing it, it, listening for a click, and seeing if I can get a dart out. Okay, great. Like, give, me an, yeah. give me an athletics check. Yeah. That you God. might be able to do. Is push it enough to get one loose. doing that, can I... Erlen, do you still have those paints? Uh, uh, Graven does. Okay, um, should we maybe try to use them if we're going to be stuck here? Do you know how? To does do what? How? To do the paints, the thing that she did. The thing I think she... that that makes us look more suspicious. What? what? No, suspicious? Hang on. No. We, they already know it's us. We were in there making a ton of fucking noise. None of them we're saw us. We're running out of the fucking thicket. Well, I suppose Obviously, that one it's us. Saw me. Obviously. And he's going to come too. Sorry, what was he? 21. 21. As you guys are talking, Graven pushes and you're like smooshing it up against the side of the oh, burrow. Funny. And you're not going to be able to get past it, but you reach forward and pull one of the darts loose and it kind of it doesn't sound like you heard the click just by pushing it like that so it yeah. seems to be you know so you pull it loose and you can't really see well in here but you kind of give it a sniff and there's a little bit of sort of poisonous some, it smells like there's some kind of poison on it yeah. good, as you good. suspect it poison Fuck. okay so if we have a second here, I, I, I don't know exactly, other than pushing it out and trying to run through as fast as we can, I don't know what else to do. Well, we don't exactly have any way to shield ourselves. I suppose we could try to put cloaks up. If it's simply a pressure gauge, a, a simple mechanical trap, we simply don't step on it. If it's magical in some way, then we have a significant problem. It might be movement. It might be... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If it's a simple... The trap I stepped over when I was in... When I, when I was getting the first uh, bromeliad... It was a wire, was right? a simple mechanical wire. Right. So if it's simply a pressure gauge... Listen. We can step over it. Listen. My spell this morning that I was able to cure your of your disease, I could cure someone of poison. All right. I could push this out enough to create, hopefully barrier of myself and the badger which you will you will be able to 
all three be able to run by, and then I can cure myself of any poison. By now, Orba's finished her her detecting of magic. Yay. You see no such indications of magic in the trap. It seems okay. purely mechanical in nature. Okay, so good news. Uh, no magic. Okay, so... So there is a limited supply of darts to, you know, be fair. I don't know how many. Okay. As soon as she says that, I'm going to start pushing it again and waiting for that noise. Okay. Seeing if I can get it forward. to... Oh God. Click. Let go. <laughs> darts oh coming on both sides. Graven grabs it by the tufts of fur and you push it forward. There's a lot of darts in here. <laughs> and after three of them... <gasps> Alright, everyone's still... There's been a giant dead badger moving back and forth here. We may have <laughs> yes, alerted yes, something. Quick, 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 no, hang on, the darts kind of came out before of... Before we do there. anything, the paints that she had that we still have, can we try to too do much some time, kind of camera? Too much time. What do you mean? It'll, it could take two minutes. That, that, is, that does not obscure you from sight completely. That only helps you hide. Yes. I say we I get out we of here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Fine, fine, let's go. Give me an athletics check. So now you're pushing it uphill, trying to get it, you know. Yup. Athletics. Oh, that badger. Go big boy. Oh, 21. 21. Graven digging in, sort of rolling it once. At one point it rolls over and you see like it's leaning oh, all over right. and you grab does it. Look, does it look, <laughs> did I see the face before? Does it look like the same badger? It looked like the same badger. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, they don't look that different, but as far as you can tell, it's like, he had a freckle above his right, right oh, eye. I thought you stop. Right nut. I thought right nut was coming. I thought right nipple. Oh. Nipple nut. Graven keeps pushing, rolling one at a time. So as you push it forward, at one point, your knee goes down and you hear that. And you sort of wait. And then you move again. Nothing. And you hear like a like a hollow noise as oh, something yeah. triggered. But nothing comes oh. out. Graven sphincters <laughs> tight and then they release. Okay. And he pushes it one sort of roll at a time. A and, and everybody, oh everybody falling. And one at a time, everybody kind of moves forward and... I mean, yeah, can we, looking uh, around. As I'm passing over, can I see the mechanism? Uh, give me a perception check. Six? You can feel he sees it. Nothing. The ground there is like harder. It seems like it's buried in the ground. So you can't see anything, okay. but it seems like the ground is just ever so slightly not as sort of pliant as, cool. as soil and sort of normally is. I'll put a hand on the badger like a, thanks, buddy. Yeah. And then and look around real quick to see if I yeah. scan. So you get to the top yeah. of the burrow and you have to kind of give it a... <laughs> and the <laughs> corpse of the badger kind of flops over. You peek up. Give me a perception check as you peek up and out. Eleven. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. I say we go now. Quickly and carefully. Uh, may I also suggest that I almost lead the way with somebody since I can still detect magic? Go ahead. Okay. okay. Come with me. Okay. I'm going to kind of say, sort of in the badger's oh. language, I'm going to say, sorry, friend. Sorry, we went back in your tunnel. <laughs> and what does that sound like in badger? Go ahead. <laughs> It's, just, it's very sad. It's a very touching nice. tribute. Mm, it's beautiful. The dead man. 
you do so, you sort of lay a hand on it just as you go by. You put a hand on it, and as you're looking at it, now that you're kind of out in the light, because Graven pushed it back, it's like riddled with darts, like up and down one side there, the little, sort of little barbed poison darts. Can we take a few of those? Um, give me a uh, give me a dexterity check as you attempt to extract them without kind of breaking them. They're they're you know mostly straight dexterity. Yeah, just a straight dexterity. nine. Nine. We'll say you get you get one. Okay. Most of them kind of as you pull them because they're in there pretty deep. Yeah. They snap as soon as you grab okay. it. But poor buddy, leave this guy behind us, please. <laughs> yeah. If you give it to me, that means I have twenty four darts. <laughs> oh yeah, you have darts. I do have darts. He's used the darts on occasion. Hasn't hit one. I literally don't think. <laughs> All right, not far to the crossing. As as we're moving through the woods, uh, I want to keep my eye out for both um, traps that I've seen and also any bromeliads as we're running. Give me everyone, give me stealth checks, and you're only give me a perception check. Stealth check is nineteen. Nineteen for stealth. Oh shit! (sighs) I flip it. Um, Perception. Yeah, five. Twenty-four Seven, percent. Seventeen percent. Four. Four. Okay. The group as a whole moving quietly. A group roll. Yes, and fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, right. Okay, great. So you guys kind of move quickly and quietly through. You do not see any traps, and you don't see any bromeliads. You don't sort of catch sight of anything. One thing that uh, Erland sees only because he's seen it before, so it kind of immediately recognizes it. You see a little bit of that. Akak Zarisa growing, which you saw all the way back at Blom's place when he first kind of taught you about your abilities. It's the buckler plant. It's when he was teaching you about bullbark. Oh, like cool, cool. It, it uh, when, when you approach the plant, it like curls up. It has like a little natural defense mechanism what, to it. Which, which test was that? Was that one of the ones that I consumed or one of the ones that... I believe it's one of the ones you consumed. Mm. Um, can I try and pick one? Can I pick it? Sure. You can. It's kind of a... You approach it and immediately as you move your hand out to it, the little bulb at the top kind of oh, curls Can I try and pick it in, in the way that Blom had it. I don't know if he picked a particular part of it or if he... He had it, like, potted in a planter, so... The, the part that he fed me. Like, which part? If uh, it, was the, me, like, it was the, the, the petals? petals? Yeah. Like Great, the... so I'll take some of the petals as Blom did. Okay. And I'll sort of sort of that in my pluck a few of them. In They're my kind of rough to the touch. It has that kind of, okay. you know, bark defense mechanism to it. Yeah. All right. You pluck some. If he's taking up the rear, do any of us notice that? Uh, give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten. Ten. Just <laughs> as you're sort of quietly moving forward and checking, you check around you all yeah. the time just to make sure. You don't see exactly what he's picking, but you see Erlen stop to kind of grab something and then start to move forward. You don't see exactly what he grabbed. Just keep going. All right. Guys, continue through here. Everybody moving quietly along the moss-laden sort of forest floor here of Trickster's Thicket. And you get back to the water's edge. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. And the river's kind of roaring with a powerful intensity. Mist spraying as it breaks against the flat rocks that compromise its sort of tenuous bridge across. And one of the Gale of Doors is no longer trying to conceal himself. <laughs> In fact, he has these two sort of stumpy elemental hands, <laughs> and it's clinging to one of the stones, and it's going in for like a... <laughs> a big bite. And it chomps down, and for a moment it holds kind of very still, and then it, <laughs> as the pressure breaks, and like it bites off a piece oh, of the stone, and then it, <laughs> oh. 
sort of gobbling up. And at the moment, you're just kind of watching it, but you realize that if he chews through this whole stone, it's going to get harder and harder to, like, hop across the uh, We need to distract this with with something yeah, shiny yeah, yeah. immediately. Let me get some copper. I'm going to get some copper out of my bag. I'm going to get like 10 copper. Okay. And as though I'm, I'm going to try to like almost skip stones. Oh, cool. So okay. sort of like skip the copper like away sort of on the river. Okay. Give me, sense. give me a, uh, you, you take the first one. Give me a um, sleight of hand check. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> 21. 21. You give it a good skip, and it kind of bounces across the water a couple times. The water's pretty rough, so it bounces only a couple times before it kind of gets lost in the waves. You put it right exactly <laughs> where you wanted to put it, but the creature, the river is very loud, so it doesn't hear it, and it's focused on chewing on this rock, so it doesn't notice it either. So you toss the first one, and it's right where you wanted it to go, but it... <sighs> It's still kind of chomping away at the stone there. Didn't see it. We need to start with something very... I'm going to take out a silver and do it kind of close to the right. door, like... Okay. You going onto the rock? To Galeb door. What? Are you going onto the rock? <laughs> um, you, you we need to get it its attention. Yeah. Well, first, if I'm going anywhere, I'm going to look for up and down to see if okay. I see any... You don't see anyone? Okay. Put that with the other perception. Check. All right. A silver and doing it again, pretty close to to where it's facing and where it is at the rock. Okay, there. give me a give me a sleight of hand, Jack. Throw a silver. Thirteen. Thirteen. Again, you do a pretty good throw, and it kind of hits the water right on the other side of that rock that it's chewing on. But it's so focused, it just kind of. <laughs> It's just chewing on the rock. Right, we need to get its attention first. Erlen's gonna hop onto the first rock. Give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> Guys. Acrobatics? Okay, 10. No. 10. Hops oh to the God. first rock. A little slippery from the water there. And it's maybe like two more rocks okay. ahead. Okay, I'm gonna step one more rock then. Give me another acrobatics check. You're stepping over that treacherous gap where last time you fell oh, in no. and got your legs stuck there. Uh-huh. Being very careful, rolling a 24. I'm oh. gonna. Nice. Huh? <laughs> So now there's one rock and then the Gale of Door, and you're probably, you know, you're, it's only yeah, less than 10 Yeah, I sort of take a copper out of my bag and... Oi! Hey! 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 I'm going to throw the copper at its head. Okay, yeah. you an attack roll. <laughs> an attack roll? Yeah. Oh, goodness. And just add your uh, dexterity modifier. Is it going to do any damage? Um, my dexterity modifier. Uh, 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 16. 16. Tinkin! Take another oh, copper. Good job. Uh, you, yes, hey, buddy. Yes, hey, yes. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. Hey. Huh? Sort of waving. Yes. It's winding. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna like, yes, good like you were with a dog. I'm gonna oh, like. Oh yes. Ha! Huh, and I'm gonna throw it as far as I can <laughs> down the river. Uh, throwing it as far as you can. Give me a, uh, uh, give me an attack roll. Give me a persuasion as as attack. Is what I thought. Is that you were with initiative say. or? <laughs> is that sorry? Not with initiative. Is that including um, like, proficiency or? Uh, no. Okay. Thirteen. It's a thirteen. You toss it and it goes and it follows it and then it. Oh no! Too it far. loses it because you threw it too far. <laughs> Shit! Closer, another another copper. Hey, hey, hey! I'm just gonna a few feet away. Oh! In increments into the water, in and then I'm gonna get another one. I know, I know, I know. Increments are the increments. I know, I am. <laughs> and then gonna, as he's sort of getting to the other one, I'm gonna mental advancement. Hello, hello. He's he's kind of floating down in the water, looking for the last one. Caleb Duel, Caleb Duel. Hello. And when he comes up, ah, yes. I see it with like it in his mouth there, and he. I'm gonna step on one more rock forward to the one he was chomping you on. Do so. Um, hello, hello. 
and I'm going to toss it maybe three feet in front of him now. Everyone, everyone, quick, quick, quick. Sinks down. I'm going to sort of continue. I'm going to hop to the finish the way. Acrobatics checks for everybody. For Have copper moment. handy, everyone. Yep. And I look left and right before I Give me a perception check. Yep. Acrobatics. Yep. I'd like to cr- finish crossing the river. Is that yeah. more acrobatics? With this acrobatics, yeah. Anyone who's moving across the rock. 11 for perception. Okay. Don't see anyone? Okay. No, certainly no light trees. Shit, I'm 14, 14 acrobatics. 13. 19. 19. 6. 6. Everybody, one stone. Orba bringing up the rear, and you get to that treacherous gap no. that everyone tried to cross, and you slip down. Oh, no. And you're sort of holding on to the rocks and turn there. Around and okay. Grab her. Sort of with a wet hand, kind of grabbing oh. each other at the wrist there. Yeah. Pull her up. Give me a, with advantage, uh, an athletics. Uh, Another double. <laughs> double. Doubles. 12. 12. You're able to pull her up to the ground. Enormous tries to catch her balance there as best she possibly can, looking back around. One stone at a time. Yeah, okay. And at this point, you hear the kind of re emerging of the Gale of Dwarf. And once again, it kind of in its mouth has that glinting copper piece. If she's steady, I'll take a I'll take a copper out and okay. wave it and do it like just behind it. Give me an attack roll Come with on, your dex modifier. Can we keep him? Uh, I know, I like him. Let's keep him. You just five. Drop him five. Walking. You just toss like, it, and it just he looks up, and the sun's right overhead. It just gets immediately lost in the sun, and it kind of. Looks like it's getting a little frustrated. If it doesn't see it, I'll do it again. You toss one, and at that same time, it kind of reaches down into the riverbed, (gasps) and in frustration, just kind of throws a rock in your direction. Um, I'll do a warding flare. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, I heard last time. Okay, so with disadvantage. Still down 10 HP from that shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that's a a 11 to hit. Misses. Great. So it's, it's kind of a... It, in its hand, it kind of looks small, but as it gets closer and closer, it's a relatively big rock, and, it, and you hear the kind of boom splash behind you. Orba, get your footing, move now. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna go. Silver this time. <laughs> just past it. Okay, give me another attack. Roll. Am I on the other side of the river at this yes, point? Yes, you've hop, hop, hop. Can I just, now that I'm like on steady footing, can I keep an eye out for a late trans on the other yes. side? Natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> this time you throw it a nice kind of frisbee toss, and it goes right over its head. Twinkling in the sun. And it goes over, and it like, like a whale coming up, it like, <laughs> and it just misses it. And then it sinks into the water. And it, so you have a moment here as it's back down underneath the river. I don't think it cares about the currency, guys. <laughs> Silver and gold are shinier than copper. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it worked. I think you did great. Let's move. Okay. Orba's gonna... Orba congratulates Scorraven on his throat. Come on. So you guys, one rock at a time. You get to that part where he's taking a bite out of that one. You have to kind of carefully step to that one, step around, and one at a time... You all make it to the opposite bank. I hope Eric is watching and is like, these idiots. Hunters. <laughs> Again. Never cross a river. Can never Our do arch it. nemesis. Rivers, rivers and rugs. Rivers and rugs. Double horse. You return to the eastern bank of the free run. And it feels like it comes with sort of a, an unclenching sensation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your presence no longer an immediate affront to the Elatrians. And the trees not so thick and foreboding. You retrace your steps to that little clearing just off the corridor road. You find your horses, gently grazing with whatever length of lead that you've given them. 
The area is mostly shaded here. There's a few streaks of light that trickle through. And you're not sure if it's the protection from the sun or the breeze kind of coming off the water or something else, but it's very cool here. It's almost a little chilly. Mm. And when you lay your hands on the horse's coat, you can feel the warmth of their bodies. It's very comforting to the touch. Mm. Everything seems to be in place. And unlike the traces of paint that you discovered the last time you broke camp, you don't see any evidence that somebody else has passed through. <sighs> <laughs> a well-selected little spot just before the hillside kind of starts to slope up. So you guys kind of get back to your horses, find your belongings, everything in order. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So now we need to find some sort of way of getting these bromeliads safely to Nabigapur. Yeah, we're going to have to get someone to courier them. We can use the box as a planter as a way for now, but I think we should move on a little I bit I think we should here. get further away yes, from yes, there, as far away as we possibly can. there was a trap can. there. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps Round keep up. an eye out on the riverbank still. Oh. An extra bromeliad or two would be useful in case one dies in transit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I believe the Elatrians only saw me. Oh yeah, I, in, I, by the te- by the temples. I think so, but I think they we you can safely alone. assume. Well, they know that the the, the charmed Elatrian probably saw me on the rope with Kimi. Yeah. And the one that I punched into the crypt. Well, he was shutting that crypt. But so. he was behind the rock. He may not have been seen. I, the yeah. point is, is that. Problem is, you're with us, mate. So we're seen with you. We're probably implicated. Right. Right. So, I think we should act like we have a target on our backs. No. Well, hopefully, we're passing the area of Trickster's Thicket that the Elatrians are specifically preoccupied with. Yeah. Hope so. We should be hitting the uh, broken the crown bend. outpost fairly soon. Yeah, the bend, right? I was thinking. I don't know how you're feeling. I'm exhausted. I think we should rest before we go investigate. We should take a, I believe, a brief just for rest a, just a, before a moment we, before oh. we deal with the broken crown. Just we don't know what's going to be there. Sure. Can, so can we do it a little further past? Yes, oh, yeah, of course. We, yes. we should Once do it we, further past. We should. Le- yes. I don't want to do it here. Yeah. All right. We can have a rest for you all. Okay. Guys, remount on the horses, and as you're kind of getting up onto your horses, iron roots firmly secure. That chill that you felt when you first entered the little clearing where you just felt a little unnaturally chilly, a little unnaturally cold, (laughs) grows a little more pronounced. You feel the hairs kind of standing up on your arms, and you have a reflex to almost pull your elbows in close to the body, even as you're holding the reins of your horses. A little bit of a fog starts to roll in. And it has a colorful tint to it. Oh, no. Which wouldn't be terribly unusual with the changing foliage. If you look through a fog and there's, you know, yellows and greens and stuff behind it, it would, you know, adopt a little bit of that color, a little bit of the illusion there. But instead of a faded green or a yellow that would match the surrounding nature, it's kind of reddish in color. Uh. Kind of blood reddish, in fact. Oh, good. That couldn't be bad. Adding to the peculiarity is the fact that the coloration, it isn't uniform throughout the fog. It's fibrous, almost thread-like, as if the air itself had veins. And it grows from mild concern to outright ominous as those threads start to weave together and form a familiar shape just a few feet from Orba's horse. 
a floating skeletal head materializes in the air. And all down the left side of the face are rows of barnacles, like the underside of a derelict ship. The jaw falls open, and it emits a kind of gargled hiss. Somehow both pained and sinister. And while for the others, that hiss just continues. You hear more of that. Held like one long note. For Orba, it turns to words that come through clearly and close as if someone was whispering directly into your ear. and gets closer to that skeletal form. Prove yourself worthy to me, and I will bend the knee to you. Until then, I consider you an imposter, and I will send my spies for you. You name the place, and I will bring the fight. And it waits floating there in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Myriad Meadow. Done. I will see you there. It is decided. And that face, tendril by tendril, thread by thread, those sort of red veins in the air begin to unravel from the base of the skull all the way to the top. And no longer, the barnacles kind of flutter off, and once again it turns into kind of just a generic, unfocused red mist that swirls about. And as soon as the skull shape is completely sort of disintegrated, no longer has any form at all, a concussive kind of blast of air blows through this little area. I need everyone to give me strength saving throw. Oh, I, I no. was going to say, if during that time I was going to check in with her to see if she still had detect magic up, do I see It's been her? longer than 10 minutes. Oh, it yeah. has. Okay. Uh, we see this guy's face, right? We you saw the face. Yeah, you just yeah, didn't yeah. hear any of the words. Yeah. And this is the uh, the only time we've seen this guy's face was at Blom's. Yes. That's correct. Uh, sorry, what check is this? The strength, strength saving. Save. Oh. Strength save. Mm, I should probably re-roll that. Um, 21. 14. 14. 7. It's a 31. Uh, <gasps> everyone but Graven is thrown from the horse. Immediately to the ground. Everybody is prone. I need everyone also to give me a strength saving throw for your horse. Oh, no! no. Uh, riding Wait, horses, I believe, have a plus two. Fire? Let me double check. Hey, just like me. <laughs> uh, no, plus three, actually. Oh, even better than me. Oh. Thank oh. God. Oh, no. 19. 18. 14? Uh, 
Erlen and Graven's horses, Hi. were you on your horse? You say Yeah. So you, the, 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 the blast goes through and you see it coming and you hop off. So you land on your feet, but your horse <sighs> tumbles to the ground there. It's kind of in a mass of leaves and dirt that goes spraying up in the air. So anybody that failed is prone on the ground and I need you to make initiative rolls. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. God. Bro, I said uh, later. Um, I was yeah, going to ask while now. they were talking. Mm-hmm. I placed. Why did you um, pick the place? I put silver gloves on here. top of my flank, flailing mitts. Uh, no. Okay. <clears> it would be if, too if I'm attuned to something, can I remove it? You can, but you don't get the benefits of it while you're not wearing them. Eight. Right, that's yep. fine. I would like, while that was happening, I was going to be taking off my flank flailing mitts and putting on my silver gloves. Ooh. If this happened quickly, give me a straight dexterity check to see if you could quickly do that as I oh, okay. A straight dexterity? Yep, a straight dexterity check. 13? 13. You were able to okay, do Okay, great. Immediately as all this is happening, Erlen kind of reaches into his bag. Getting it set up One here. kind of flank flailing time. mitts back in, and then right. I'm prone. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes. Initiative. <laughs> Whoa! That's why I got knocked up. Did every horse fall? Am I the only no. person on the ground? No, my horse no. Why do horses stay up? Both our horses uh, stay up. And everyone personalizes <laughs> prone except for Graven. But I didn't. Uh, initiative. Well. Anything uh, 2025? 20, 23. Nice. Um, All right, 23. Waste of a nap. Yeah, 20. you get to stand up waste? quickly and do nothing. Uh, I can uh, run 15, away. 20? <laughs> no. Uh, 10 to 15? 14. Oh, guys. Shit. 14 is Vampiric Mist. No! Okay. That's what this shit's called? All right, this is going to be a bunch honestly, of my radiant shit here. That honestly uh, sounds like a bad 5 to 10. <laughs> no. Vampiric Mist. I think I saw them in six. concerts. <laughs> guys, Orba rolled a 6 and she's third? What uh, do you oh, have? 8. Oh. oh. Listen. I know she was I too busy making a joke about Vampiric Mist. Mist. I was indeed. Vera. It does sound like a good Orba. Four graven. Four have a graven. No horses or anything, right? Um, let's have the horses all be as one. <laughs> I'll roll for them here. Okay. Um, uh, that's a twelve for the horses, so I think that's after the vampire. Yeah, before. Sorry, Sephira. I should have done that. That's okay. I was like, when do you want to fight? It's cool, but right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a trick yeah, you little bitch. Well, you can clearly see that it's not him. There's yeah. no skeletal kind of figure. It, sort of the spies. Is that this he one implied. of his spies? Yeah. God, this day. Oh, so I it's, see. It's Erlen, the Mist, Horses, Sephira, Orba, Grave. Okay, let's do a little kind of... Uh, Poor horses. Two horses have managed to stay up here. Oh, some of those aren't broken? Oh, one doesn't have a tail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's, Fran. It doesn't mean he's broken. Uh, just means he's different. It means I didn't get care of it. Poor Fran. Nice camera. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> So, a couple of the horses have been knocked prone here. A couple of them are up. Um, so, knock everybody down but me. I Can we will. get that door? So, whose horses yeah, are up? Like, Sophia and Orba? Yeah. Okay, so Orba's down next to her horse. Sophia's down next to her horse. Erlen is down next to his downed horse. Graven is up next to his <laughs> downed horse. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? <laughs> um, excellent. And then, uh, it's not really a... F- True physical form, so we're just gonna have some. What the hell? A vampiric yeah. mist? Yeah. I'm just gonna be swatting at it with my fucking silver gloves. <laughs> I guess I have AOE. <laughs> do you have, you have AOE? I do. You but... got fireball, baby. I know, but on this. So we're gonna be. I don't know. We're gonna be pulling out some of the. I don't okay. use Is this one of those combats where I'm useless? Yes. Dude, it's vampiric mist. If now's not the time to use a third level slot, when is? Yes. I'm not. When running. we fight 15 people at the. 15 people. Wow. 
I'll also come. How about that short rest working. idea? <laughs> We're going to attempt cantrips to start and any, see how it goes. How many yeah, at least my arrows for okay. it. Like, I've got like only a few things I can use. Listen, if we're taking a short rest, I will channel some... Remember when I said don't use talk to animals because the badger might be dead? Yeah, I know. I heard you. <clears throat> okay, the concussive blast goes through. It's kind of a, a cacophony of panic and a horse is kind of <laughs> neighing as dirt's being kicked up. There's fog swirling around you. And when the when the ground all kind of settles, Erlen looks up sort of on your elbows there on the ground. You give a quick look around. It looks like there's four concentrations of kind of reddish black okay. vampiric mist. Have I fought something like this before? Um, you're definitely aware of them. I don't know if you've fought them before. Are you looking for something specific about them? I mean, I know that I can kind of if there are concentrated areas, I know, I realize that I can target them. Yes. Kind of with spells. Yes. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, yes. You know Please, that. there's that. Does it? And, um. Oh, do I know if radiant damage is like? Give me a history check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do these resemble like ghosts that I've dealt damage with with uh, silver gloves before? Uh, you have no no idea. These. Yeah. Hmm? Eight. Eight. You don't know specifically if that does anything in particular to yeah. them. So you see the mist swirling about. What do you do, Erlen? All right, first I'm going to hop to my feet. Um, and it looks like this uh, gentleman is closest yep, to me. he's 15 feet away. Uh, so I have 20 feet. Of, getting up is half, right? So 20 yep. feet of movement. So I'll take 15 feet worth of movement to get to him. And 10, 15. Open for my best. We're going to go for it. <laughs> There's like kind of a swirling oh, mist. And all right. So skeptically. <laughs> uh, are you using a weapon or your fists? I'm using my fists because okay, they're silver. Give me an attack roll. Oh, um, what did we say? Less one? It is one less to hit. One less to hit. Great. Because uh, yeah, uh, the heavy gloves. gloves. Oh. Yeah. Compared That's to not going to do it. Um, gonna nine. Do it. <laughs> nine. As you punch in, you watch the mist kind of turn into a little donut circle and allows your fist right through. Oh, I don't know. Trying my second attack. Wait, second level spell. <laughs> Uh, 15 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. Okay, let's see how we do here. Uh, damage is the same, though, yeah? Uh, yeah. As the unarmed. Right? Okay, uh, eight bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning damage. So, Ooh. you reach in, and you feel that kind of there tendril mist pour okay. over your arm, and it clings to it a little bit, and when you pull it out, it's almost like pulling your hand out of, like a, a, like, a goo. It kind of Ugh. sticks to it, and then lets your fist go. It seemed like it... Didn't fully catch, but it also didn't seem like you just was you know, like punching through. Yes, yes. So I'm sort of useless. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> like usual. That was eight, sure. right? <laughs> that was eight bludgeoning. Yeah. Okay. So I am then going as a sorry, one sec. I am going to. Yeah. Anticipation is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna use um. I'm going to use a... I don't want to fuck around with this. I'm going to use a key point to use, um, uh, which is my disengage one, Step of the Wind. Okay. Yeah, Step of the Wind. Okay. Um, and I'm going to retreat... I think you only have five feet of movement I left. I do. I just don't want him to be near yep. me. Um, I'm going to try and retreat five feet towards... Is that Safira who's down? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to sort of take a step back. And, okay. Or actually, uh, if I only have five feet of movement... Um, I'm going to take the dodge action. So I'll use patient defense, and I'll take the dodge action. Oh, great. Okay. So I'll stay engaged, but I'll sort of take dodge as a bonus action. Get yourself ready. Yep. Crouch down. Make sure that you're in a good position to defend Might yourself. Might be saving throws, but we'll see. Uh, that's, I'm going to I'm going to sort of yell, um, Silver seems to sort of work. Okay. 
Sick. All right, it's my turn. Um, I'm gonna help you out, bro. Everybody, <laughs> give me a perception check at the start of the vampiric's turn here. Perception. Can I roll well once, please? Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. Safira is the only one to notice as these mists begin to swirl about and move through this area here. You remember as you first got into this clearing, it's largely pretty shaded, except for a few kind of beams of light that streak through the canopy. And there's little bits of light that are pouring through, and as these mists are moving about, they're avoiding avoiding the light light. as best they can. So these yellow beams are like light beams kind of pouring through. Okay. So I'm gonna kind of- One's right on top of you, right? (laughs) Seeing that I'm gonna make a motion to sort of everyone from the ground, I guess. I'll wait for your turn for you to be able to to explain what's happening. (laughs) There are beams of light that they- Uh, okay, so the mists begin to swirl them out. This one's gonna go straight for Orba here. And what happens is it doesn't kind of go and stop. It goes and Ooh. passes through, Ooh, like washes over you. I need you to give me a Ooh, uh, constitution save. Ah, oh, shit. Disgusting. Oh, that's yep. pretty good. Uh, 15. 15. <laughs> waste of a bonus action, waste of a key Minus point. Great. The oh, mist. wait, what did I? Oh, no, go ahead, sorry. Okay, Just the mist. Passes harmlessly through you to Yay. the other side. Oh. What'd you roll? I'm harmless. Uh, 15. Um, oh, okay. Great. Um, and it's going to hover there. Another one goes towards Graven. Give me a constitution saving throw. That's my thing. 12. 12. On. Uh, you fail. Oh. oh my god. 13 or higher. Yes. You take uh, nine necrotic damage. Ooh. And your maximum hit points are reduced by nine until, what? Um, until a long rest. <laughs> what? Ooh, ooh, that sucks. Oh, so as it passes through, that you hurts. feel it like <gasps> siphoning the energy wow. from you. And by the time it's already gone all the way through you, oh you feel God. just <sighs> like weakened Yikes. sort of a little bit just with the, the essence that's kind of left you there. That's something I've felt before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you guys uh, have had a creature that's oh, yeah, uh, used yeah, maximum yeah, hit points something before. something like that, yeah. Uh, okay, this one's going to go straight through Erland here. Steal yourselves. Erland tries to dodge it. <laughs> Give me a uh, constitution saving throw. Fuck me. Fourteen. Fourteen passes. Erland in his defensive stance, you see it coming and you're like, no. (laughs) You hit the deck and it goes over the top of you. Um, This one is going to go in the direction of Graven, but sort of indiscriminate in its movement. It doesn't seem to kind of, you know, it it doesn't have intelligent thought. So it's going straight for Graven and in doing so passes through the horse. Um, my Raven, horse. give me a constitution save and let me get what For my horse. horse. Yep. Oh no. For Evie the second? Yeah, Evie two. Stop naming them Evie. <laughs> I know. Uh, D20 roll and then add one. Six. Six. No! Evie 2's gonna die. Four, five, uh, so seven necrotic. It's not dead. I'm gonna. What do they start with? Uh, 13. So. A seven at, necrotic. She's at eight. Yep, and reduced maximum by yes. eight. Yes. Yeah. So as it passes through, you can see <laughs> it's like kicking and sort of panicking as it's trying to get out of the way of the mist. Uh, I think that was the fourth one. That brings the horse's turn. Immediately, all the ones that are you know down on the ground get themselves up. Get, get the fuck out of here, guys. 
Yeah, I'll leave. We'll find you later. Uh, okay, so that was Half Moon for those. Whisper to like stay close. (laughs) Stay close. Doesn't understand. (laughs) Uh, Give me an animal handling check as you you can kind of. Yeah, give it a a look of. You gotta give it to me with this. A look of love. Disadvantage? (laughs) Yeah, as it's sort of panicking there. Oh, that's bad. A look of love? Um, nine. How about loving? <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, runs no, out of the clearing there, so that. does this one. <laughs> this one immediately kind of runs away in that direction, and this one kind of out in this direction. Okay, so the horses are pretty much vacating the area. Um, okay, that is the horses, which brings up Safira. Okay, um, I'm going to like use half my movement to get up, and as soon as I'm up, kind of say, push them towards the light, they're avoiding the light. And um, I'm going to take a second to cast <laughs> Zephyr Strike. Okay. And I'm gonna use one of the special arrows that I have, that's the... I'm going to use one of the arrows of death marking. Okay, go ahead and read that. because yeah. That is, if an arrow of death marking deals damage to an undead creature, the next... Is it undead, I guess? I should have asked that before I fucking did this. Ooh. This is stupid. Um, well, we're going to use the fancy <laughs> arrow anyway. If an arrow of death marking deals damage to an undead creature, the next attack roll made against that creature has, uh, before the end of your next turn, has advantage. Okay. And then, obviously, once an arrow of death marking hits a creature, then it becomes not bad. Yeah, it becomes not bad. So, which one are you aiming for? I'm going to aim... Uh, which Jeez, one? So they have numbers that you can see. Mm. Oh, yeah, thank They're you. not going to be one, two, three, four, but... You've got one, three, seven, and eight. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I can... That, no, no, you're fine. We like I'm you. Can, to, if you can, Which, where's Orba? Orba's next to me, right? She or that's no, she's down. She's still down? I'm on the flow. Yeah, I'm gonna now, now it's one, two, three, four. I'm going to aim for the one that's uh, actually close to Graven, because I think that'll probably push it back into that sunlight thing. Okay. Right? Or at least I'm going to try to push it. That. You're going to push it back? Things. Arrows wouldn't push it. I don't know. I guess... Emotionally? It's missed. <laughs> Emotionally. <laughs> I'm gonna it might be oh! taken aback. At a, oh. I'm going to hurt its feelings, but I, I, I changed my mind. I'm going to take the, the one bite Orba. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Number four. four. God damn it. That's important. Erland hurt the three one. What was it to hit? Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Roll for damage. Yes. I thought that was going to waste my little arrow. I guess still I might. still picked it up. <laughs> mm, gotten. Yeah, still might waste. <laughs> okay. Is it, is it silvered at all? Or? Uh, no, it's not silvered. It's just... What kind of damage is it? It's just special. I was just... Special. Is um, it... It doesn't If say. it doesn't specify, it's just piercing. Yeah. Okay. But if it, it's, is it a magic arrow? If it has it the properties? Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, that's eight, and it's not already damaged, right? It is not already damaged, no. Great. What is that? And as she looses uh, the bow, it has this kind of, like, swirling trail of kind of purplish energy that sinks in, and the mist almost, like, catches it, and then it kind of spits it out, and the arrow kind of falls to the ground, but you see it kind of... Okay. Shudder a little bit, okay. sort of recoiling. Okay. Good thing. And um, the next attack against it has advantage. Hey. 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 Or I'm right next to it, though. Any movement or anything? No, I'm going to stay where. Okay. Actually, yes. I'm going to move into this spot of sun. Yes. Okay. Yes. Idiot. Stupid. Good idea. This very looks up, she's like, that looks nice. <laughs> it should be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you scurry in. So you are now uh, within melee distance of that one. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, uh, Sephira. Or, or Me. sorry. Yep. Um, Again. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, all right, Orba's gonna stand, I guess. Okay, and when she stands, she, yeah, she next to it. Oh, you are next to it, yes. Okay, um, yeah, I, I think Orba has to move to that sun by okay. the two. Run over there? Yeah. No reaction? It can't make attacks. <sighs> Oh, it doesn't get me! <laughs> she's gonna turn and she's You see, gonna... I mean, again, it doesn't seem like it's not intelligent, so as you start to run away, it's just kind of swirling about, kind of moving around. Oh, the, stupid, yeah. Okay. Uh, and she's going to cast, just in case it, it, it sucks up our energy, she's yeah, gonna cast Chill Touch thing, at number four. Okay. Um, and I have advantage, right? Yes. Okay. It's a disadvantage. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh! Yeah! Down. Light him up! And it's a cantrip, but I'm level five, so... Oh, baby! Two, six. Two and six is eight. Double the die is 16. What kind of damage damage. is this? Uh, Ooh, it's necrotic. Okay. But it can't heal until the start of my next turn. Okay. Great. Wait. Okay, hold on. Uh, can heal until the start of my next turn, and then also it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me until the end of my next turn. Okay. Which one's that? If, it, if it's undead, sorry. It is. Okay. Oh. It is undead. It is undead. You already knew that because the yeah. thing worked on it. Yeah. Oh, I assume that, no, I assume it would be maybe magical allows it to be attacked. Uh, no, not the damage. Her, the effect of her arrow would not have worked if it wasn't. Oh, I see. So it was 16 damage? 16 damage. Necrotic. Which one is that, Jordan? That was number four. Number four, and it cannot heal. Great. Uh, and what was the other thing? Uh, disadvantage on me. On attacks against you. Attacks. Yeah. Okay, yeah, not making attacks. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, any other movement? Uh, no, I'm gonna hang Great. out in that. Shuffles over to the light. <laughs> lets out a blast of kind of necrotic energy, and once again, it, hell yeah. <laughs> you see it like flickering, fading, kind of red, red and white, kind of back and forth, and it's trying to like hold those tendrils together, and it just kind of shudders in place there. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Graven. Then early. Raven's gonna his symbol out and run kind of to the middle of all of them, making <gasps> sure that I have all of them in sight. Ooh. Um, uh, is there... Uh, it would be blocked behind that tree? Yeah, this would be... Oh, I like that! I like that. Does, does Radiance of the Dawn care whether I can whether talk can about see. cover? Yeah. Um... Any hostile creature within 30 feet of you, it's just within 30 feet of you. It doesn't okay. say anything about C, right? So, yeah. You freaking cooner! And, like, and suddenly all those little tendrils of light just get washed out with this overwhelming yeah. radiant light that pours out from Graven. So, uh, that what is are they doing? A, um, constitution saving throw for them. Okay. That shit for these ones. Okay, there's four of them here. Uh, ooh, those look like maybe one success. Uh, nine. Fail. Four. Fail. Nine. Fail. And 17. Save. Okay, so yeah. four, number four was the one that saved <laughs> so the last close. one. Okay, okay. Right. And they're going to take two. Ten. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, no. Five is uh, 18, 18 radiant damage. Oh. And all of them kind of <clears throat> shudder, and you see like the flickering red and white kind of fog They're back still and forth. All up, holy god! 
they're also well, he didn't health. hit the one that was the most damage. Oh, that was right, the okay. one so that saved. Because that one takes half damage. damage. That one takes half, half oh, damage. Oh, actually. And it was, sorry, what, how much was that? It was, it was eight, 18. 18. And half as much on a, on a save. Radiant. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so not one. So that one, as the light goes out, you peek out from behind this tree that's there, and you watch that one. Wilts. Oh. Oof. Um, do can I run down the center of this? Oh, I know use they five don't. feet of me. Oh, if I know that they don't make, if I saw that that you didn't watched make Orba it, run away and it did not strike at her. Yeah, as I'll man. try to get to this piece of Orba, yeah. light here. That's right. Okay, okay. All right, we're back up to the top, Merlin. All right, so we're seeing everyone get into the light. I'm gonna. Take that opportunity to move to the light here. Okay. Can I? So I haven't used these silver gloves very often. Um, can I, I take the light and direct light towards it, <laughs> reflecting it? Whoa! <laughs> Get, I'll let you make a sleight of hand check. I'll tell you it's going to be very difficult, but you can try. Yeah. Okay. Is that would that be that would be an action? Like, so would that mean I could still take a second attack because I get two attacks, or is it? Uh, it doesn't take the place of an attack action. Okay, great. Then I, I will do that. I'll try it. I'll try and direct it. Okay, uh, you... at uh, the one that I already hit. Give me a sleight of hand check. Oh this God. is wild. Ten. Ooh. Ten. You just you're trying to get it as best you can, <laughs> oh, no. and you can see the light kind of bouncing around, but the the mist is just too big. You never quite kind of focus the light in the way that you want. Erlen, what are you doing? I'm trying to I trying to hit it with light. Hit it again with your fists. <laughs> I can't now. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it's a nice thought. Unless I... How many feet of movement did I use to just get to that piece? Of, ten. Ten feet of movement. Oh, great. Uh, can I use... I think it's only if I use an attack action. Um, flurry of blows. Yep. That's my turn. <laughs> we All just right. got a raid from Adventures in Zin. I figured I would oh, shout out. Hey! That. Welcome to the combat. Welcome. Some vampiric mists um, threatening the party. They're going to start diving through. So this time, as they sort of swoop in toward mm. you, they pass through. But as they do so, it just doesn't feel like as thick. Like the air doesn't okay. feel as thick as it washes over you. Orba, Graven, and Erland all give me a with advantage to constitution saving throws. You, thank you. Oh, thank God. That was, was 16. You roll a 17 both times? No, 12 and 7. Oh, okay. 16. 30, 20. Oh, I thought that was a double one. It's a 7. Uh, 7. 7. Oh, good. All right. It's not great. Yeah. It's bad. Orba yeah. kind of braces herself, <laughs> but you're just getting to the light and you turn around and <laughs> the mist washes over you. You do take uh, ooh, uh, 13 necrotic damage. Right over there? Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, 13. It's a lot. That is a lot. And you're normal form right now, yeah? I'm Norba. Okay, 13 necrotic damage. And my max And your max is reduced by 13. Oh my god! So So you guys watch watch the mist pass through Orb, and you can see it kind of just siphon the energy from her as it gets to the other side, and it sort of swirls back into a red mist and then looks like it's kind of coming back around the other side. Does it seem to have, any of them going through this, does it seem that they've taken any damage from passing through the sun? Uh, damage from passing through the sun, no, but it seemed like it was harder to kind of cling okay. to you as it was passing through the sun. And in addition, the one that passed through Orba, it was sort of a faded red color as it was passing through, but as it took <laughs> some of your energy, the vibrant redness kind of comes back. Shit, yeah, these like, things oh, heal. Uh, Fucking hell, I forgot. What number is that? Trick? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. How much damage did I do? 13? Uh, yes. Oh my god, you're an idiot. Now, I'm never forgiving you for that. 
would I be able to use shocking grasp as a reaction against this thing? Is that a reaction ability? Uh, yeah. Oh no, it's an. A- Why did I think that was a reaction? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I think that's an action. Don't you have your belt and your yeah, but fire? I don't think I want to fucking save those. Yeah. I have an idea. Okay. Side out. I save. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the vampiric mist turn. Okay. Uh, it's Safira. Oh no, sorry, it's the horses then Safira. So the horses have scattered. Oh, okay. Safira, you're up. Okay. Uh, do what? Which one of these guys has taken the most damage? Do I know that? Um. We'll say... They're both the same here, and then... I mean, I punched this guy a few times. You're not sure exactly. You saw Graven's Radiant Energy blast out, and that it sort of withered some of these, and then you saw this one pass through Orba and regain some of its vigor. So it looks like these two are more hurt. Okay, I'm going to take a shot at the one that's closest to Graven. I'm going to use okay. the advantage that I get from Zephyr Strike on this um, on this attack. Okay. Uh, okay. Are you using a different arrow? I'm using also an arrow of radiance. Okay. You thing. just showed it to me, so I was like, that's a weird thing. Go ahead thing and read that one. Oh, we're also okay, not so familiar with that. This is um, all damage dealt using these arrows is radiant damage, and attacks gain a plus one bowman to damage and attack rolls. If an undead creature is reduced to zero hit points by an arrow of radiance, all undead creatures within 15 feet of the target make a DC 13 con saving throw or take 2d8 radiant damage. All right, so it makes like a little blast of radiant energy. So you're aiming at number one, the one you're graven? Yes. Okay, great. Give me an attack roll. And it has and it advantage. It has advantage, from, and advantage. it will have an extra 1d8 force yep. if it hits. <sighs> 26 to hit. That hits. Nice. Roll for damage. Okay. So yeah, we're in a weapons now. So we need 100 of these. Is this your regular it's hit? It's, so it's the regular, regular. first. Yep. Which is uh, five. Okay. And then Now do the, the Zephyr damage. D8, yep. Uh, which is seven. So 12. Um, and, and then, then the extra damage from the arrow itself. The extra damage from the arrow itself is two. I guess they have to make a... Oh, so it's plus it one bonus radiant damage. Okay, so another one, so 13. And then... They if, make a con saving throw? Yeah, they make a con saving oh throw gosh, if the creature is reduced to zero. Oh, oh if it's reduced to zero? Then yeah, so if an undead creature is reduced to zero hit points by the arrow, then, then they, so the other one's got it, got it. con saving Which throw. one was this? One? Number and one. you did 13? Yeah. I, also, would you not still get... Um, would you also not get... Fucking Colossal? Colossal Slayer. Yep, it doesn't matter. Oh, I so would. anything yes. within 15 feet makes a constitution saving throw? Uh, anything yes. or any hostile? Any, any undead, any undead oh. will make uh, 2d6. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. We'll make a constitution Surprise. saving throw. Surprise. Graven's DC undead. DC 13. So. Uh, seven. Ooh. Uh, fail. So how nice. long does it take? It takes 2d6. Roll it. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this is... Uh, six total six. damage. <laughs> Is that also plus one radiant or no? That's no, a separate, That's separate, separate thing. The plus one applies to the attack, not the save. That's fucking awesome. Great. Yeah. So <laughs> the radiant arrow goes out. It sinks into the mist, and then this pulse of radiant energy goes out, and the other one kind of recoils from the light as it. Uh, I do not want to be using these specials. So I only <laughs> have one more of those left. Okay, uh, Orba, you're up. Yeah, uh, Orba's gonna. So see the one next to her, but realize she needs to get something that's a little further away from her as a good target. So she's going to look at number three and again cast Chill Touch. This would be with disadvantage. Oh, because I'm... You have a creature oh, within five. Either way, I'm disadvantaged. Unless you move. I don't want to fight. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to take five feet back away from number two, and I'm going to cast Chill Touch at it. Okay. So you see Orba's little fingertips, like, touch each other, and then it emits a hand right next to number two. Okay. So this is regular. Yep, just a regular attack. 
17 to hit. That hits. Okay, and then I do 2d8. 7. 6. So, uh, 13, 13 damage, necrotic. Okay. And again, can't heal until the start of my next turn. Yes. The creature. Yeah, was that the... Oh, shit. Did was that that, that one? No, that, no, was, that was a that different was, one. Uh, one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, and then Orb is going to dip her foot back into the light. <laughs> Get away from it! It's going to... I'm going to press you to decide. Are you going in? I'm going to... Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were deciding whether or not to... Disregarding. She steps back in and (laughs) feel the heat of the... The sort of warm heat on the back of your neck as the light pours down. No, I can't. No, she just hit it. I just hit that one. Oh, I thought you hit the one. Listen! But still still can do damage to you. I know, I know, but I need to cast a healing thing by her. It's not going to work. Oh, that's... My max HP is... Get behind me! No. Graven, you're up. Stepping out so that I can get this within sight, whichever way I have to step. Uh, you can go either way. Which way would you I'll, like I'll come th- uh, this way to okay. get it in sight, and I'll and cast a uh, Sacred Flame at it, which is a dexterity saving throw. Is that also radiant? Nice. Yeah. There. Um, that's not good. Uh, ten. <laughs> Fails. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> no, it's eight. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> eight radiant damage. Eight radiant damage. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> and it holds itself <laughs> barely flickering. You should have gotten away from it. <laughs> okay, I'm getting back into the light. Oh no, I'm gonna put myself uh, right. I can't push her out of the way, can I? That takes an action to push her. Um, yeah. I can't get in the same space as her. You can get in the same space as the mist. Oh, there we go. That's cute. Invaded space. Gravy don't. If you take another one of those same things, I'm getting in the same space as the mist. 15, 20. 30 gets you just inside the mist. You see Graven. And he just holds his breath and you feel... It's like sort of almost like sk- a thousand mosquitoes kind of. Does the mist oh. feel violated? <laughs> it's more like all the swirling. This is like this is what I'm through the mist. You can hear El- Orba just like screeching, Raven. Told like, you to get away. Almost like a swarm of locusts. It's like obscuring your vision. It's like. Over the front of your eyes, there. All right, Erlen, you're up. Can I attack the mist that Graven's inside of? Um, no, without I guess getting Raven. Out? We're about to find out. Uh, I'm gonna go over to that mist. That's 15, 20. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. All right, and I'm just gonna sort of go, Graven Duck! And I'm gonna start fighting. <laughs> oh, sorry, with your fist? With my fist. Um, give me an attack roll. Um, Graven, you. Uh, we'll see what he. Seven, uh, right, minus one. 17 to hit. 17. Graven, give me a dexterity saving throw as you attempt to duck out of the way while he does this. Do I also hit? That hits. 16. Yep. 16. You can't even see Erlen coming because they're all kind of swarming around you, but you hear Erlen's voice, and as you duck, you feel like the wind kind of pass over the top of your head. Six bludgeoning damage. Six bludgeoning damage. Your fist catches on the thing and you're almost like pushing it forward and it crawls over your arm and you feel that stinging sensation and then slumps down beneath your arm and the mist. I'm just gonna give like some stern eyes to Orba as it fades from around And I believe I can use 20 more uh, feet of movement to get back to this light. 
five. And coming two, in with three. my second attack up to this other one. Make an attack roll. Oh, baby. Oh, that was so close to a natural no, 20. No, no. <laughs> um, no. That's, uh, well, oh my god, math. Uh, 13 to hit. 13 hits. Well, oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. Good enough, good enough. Uh, six bludgeoning damage. No. Six bludgeoning dream? damage. Yes, I think it is a Didgeridoo. Erland, why don't... <gasps> Do, does this work? It Maybe. Oh, no. Is it not? It doesn't work. No, wait. wait. Uh, go. Running <laughs> back yeah. to the other mist after Graven had done. Coming in with a left sort of hook. I feel the sort of tendrils of red blood mist. And then it just sort of evaporates off of it. And all of a sudden, the sort of chaos around you, the neighing of the horses that sort of fading into the distance, the, it like almost had this insect-like sound that was hovering around you. It begins to dissipate. I'm going to grab Orba by the shoulders. <laughs> I told you to get away from it. I saw what that thing did to you. Graven, we're Everyone all right. all right? We're all right. Looking around to see if the fucking skeleton's still around. If what the fuck is that thing? Or oh, do you know it or something? That's from Blondes. Is it a friend or foe? We should probably keep moving also because the Elatrians, I don't know. The horses, where are the horses? Give me an investigation check. You can do it with advantage. You know, so I can all crap. I need the advantage, thank you. Uh, 17. 17. Oh, wait, no, I'm new. 18. Oh. Uh, it's a new at uh, level know. five. Sorry. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm, new. New. I'm new. So I get advantage. So I'll give you You see Erlen kind of look around, and you can see in the distance one horse over there, one over there, and Erlen kind of looks and skitters off to grab some of the horses over there. Okay. So as that's happening, you guys have a moment here as Erlen goes to get the horses. Is everyone all right? You guys look like you got hit. Are you okay? Drained, yes. Seems Fucking scary. As you look at your arms, like your veins are very pronounced on your arms and things, like it feels like it tightened the skin almost, like it just, you feel withered, a little sort of old. Does it communicate he- with you? What- Healing will not fix this. What will fix it? Rest. Okay, well, that we were doing anyway, so. No. 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 A real rest. Maybe by tomorrow. Okay, well, you know. So. Do you know what it is? Is it following us? Are we going to have to be worrying about these mists coming back? Do you did it I, anything? Anything at all? It's coming back. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, 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 what do you do? We have like an idea of when is there a warning? Because I'm I'm just saying now those those arrows that you got me and that I got from that guy that those are wonderful that flesh is brilliant but I've only got a few of them and I'm worried we're gonna run into quite a few more undead and as then I've got arrows you grabbed a couple of them one was kind of over by the riverbank one was a little further down the corridor you grab one you got two leads in one hand two in the other continue the conversation on the road we need to move the horses all right yes the horses are fine we made a lot of so noise I'm horse, not. yours looks like a, it's kind of it's not sort of, you know, on death's door, but it, you see it has a little bit of a limp. It, it almost seems, like, constantly tired. It's, like, a little exhausted. Can you we see give it, it a little is, bit of, like, a snack or something? Is this something that I would tell that a rest would kind of bring it back? Your, your knowledge of, sort of, especially your undead expertise, it, it's not like a curse, but the siphoning of energy with time, that will heal. It's not something that's permanent. No, only time will heal this. We need to keep moving for now. Okay. We made a lot of noise. We need to find a nice place yeah. to rest 
And perhaps we not hit, hit the broken crown in the evening, at night. That's not a bad idea. We were saying that Graven and I might need some more substantial rest. Look, we might just need to do that tomorrow, mate. Let's find a place to rest. Safe place, not so, here, not in the thicket. Yeah, sort of hopping on the horse, I'll start leading the way. Graven gets up on his horse and it kind of... <laughs> a little bit and start to move forward. Is it better than AV? Let's <laughs> get back yeah, yeah. out of a corridor road. You start to head along a little bit. You look over to your left where you kind of first grabbed the, the initial iron route and then when you came back and had your conversation with Kiimi, you guys start to, you, again, the path is sort of ever so slightly shifting a little more and more and more to the right and that's where we're going to take a look. Oh, away. no! <laughs> Oh, you bastard! You bastard! Evie pushes okay. away, thwarted for now, and a showdown potentially set with uh, uh, Skull Man. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I use spell yeah. slots. Hey, we gotta use. We gotta take a big old sleep. It should have been two, but I used three because it's don't. It's true that if you don't lose, you nailed it. You got it. Yeah. What time is it, by the way, during this? Uh, like three in the afternoon. 6 p.m. bedtime? 6 p.m. bedtime? 6 p.m. bedtime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm saying we can like we can wake up right. in the middle of the night and uh, smash the yeah. night. Like like we planned. Uh, snapping night. Cobra 94 giving out five community night. subs. Crazy Locha gave out a community sub. Snapping Cobra did 20 bits. GF Powers 4 did 100 bits. Wretched Troglodyte Man did 30 bits. <laughs> snapping Cobra did a bit. Cool Schaefer did 500 bits. Snapping Cobra did another bit. Bony Jabroni gifted a sub. Bony uh, Adventures in Zin. <laughs> I know we have a Tony Jabroni. Tony Jabroni. Jabroni. Adventures in Zin raided us. Welcome again. Crazy Locha gifted another sub, and then Bony Jabroni gifted two more subs. Thank you. Oh You're gonna make Anthony laugh every time. Uh, Tony Jabroni's my father. So, <laughs> so who's Bony Jabroni? If you're my real father. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. Thanks, awesome. Dad. <laughs> Stick around to watch us smash the night. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we will pick it up on the Stout Hill Corridor Road, lick our wounds a little bit, and then oh, maybe make a little progress God. toward the bridge and then the Brooklyn Crown Station. We'll see you guys on the other side. Ooh. Quick oh. break. Um, once again, recap in the middle of last week's episode. We need a little refresher. Chapter mm. one. And oh. chapter, yes, a little lore one oh, as well. Yeah. Check out our merch. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. If you want to look super fly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you so much for all the support. We'll see you then. Bye. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. I would strongly suggest that you please subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Did you know you can also do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account? You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and moments of supreme embarrassment. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But for now, let's find out what happens next. Welcome back, everybody. Season 2, Chapter 5, Tabletop Notch. A little bit of excitement as we've mounted up our horses. We survived. Something lurking, chasing Orba until she has satisfied her sort of fulfillment as the Reaper in his eyes. 
unsure of whether to trust this figure or not. Goody gods. And the group potentially mulling over a rest in the near future, but before we do that... Oh, uh, ha! Huh. Uh, the Raj Podge subscribe with Primal. We are hey. away. Thank you so much, Raj Podge. Well, Thanks, Betty. Thanks, Betty. <laughs> so more is more as you continue along the road, the bend in the free run becomes more pronounced until you get to a point where you estimate that you're riding pretty much directly to the northeast. The trail has taken you further from the water's edge, and the river now is mostly drowned out by rustling leaves blowing in the wind, and the surprisingly confident wildlife that you see moving throughout the trees, elk, rabbits, a diverse array of birds, all very accustomed to living amongst the elves that they don't think much of the presence of travelers. You'd estimate that you're an hour or less at this point from the bridge, which also means that you're coming up on the end of the Stout Hill Corridor. As promised, it was not without its dangers, but you've made good time. And as the landscape starts to open up, you dare to think ahead of the next important milestones. Broken Crown Outpost, the Northern Stout Hills, and the Myriad Meadow. So, you're riding for a moment here, a moment to collect your thoughts and think about the rest of it. Roughly how far away does it seem like we are from the Broken Crown Outpost, like, riding time? Is it... Are we able to tell? From the... You'd estimate <clears throat> maybe another hour to the bridge. Okay. And then that... You're not sure exactly where the outpost where is, is yeah. but presumably not long after crossing the bridge, you would, you would come up on the outpost. What was the answer to the question? I was about to start the scene. <laughs> <laughs> we got an hour to the bridge. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. And that's near the Broken Crown Outpost. Yeah, yeah we, we, don't just, know we just went over this. We were, yeah. <laughs> you don't know exactly where the Broken Crown Outpost is, but it presumably is not long that's after you've crossed over the bridge I'm that sorry. you would come by the So you don't know what it was? I mean, he's a familiar face. He doesn't have a name. Did he introduce... I just said... No. I wouldn't say he introduced himself <clears throat> properly. Okay. Why has he been following you? Yeah, did he give a reason or okay, something? hold on. Norma really just... tries to take a second here. Okay. So... We have seen Undead kind of... be attracted or attached or, or, or compelled by me before, right? Yeah. So... Again, this is all very new information, and I really don't know much. But from what I can gather, I have been chosen by certain kinds of folk um, to to be who I am. Okay. Right? Certain kinds of folk. Undead folk. And um, apparently, <sighs> they don't all agree with each other, so... Some are, are possibly doubting my capabilities. Oh, One of fuck, there's politics in the undead world as well? You'd think they'd have better things to worry about. But you would, being... Uh, actually, no, you wouldn't. I guess they're dead, so I guess that's all there is to worry about. So, when this creature appeared, he basically just said he doesn't think I'm worthy of the title I now try to possess, and, and, and uh, the only way that he'll leave me alone is if I prove myself worthy... And I had to name a place. Is it Shalit? I, I'm not, not. Was it Shakar? What's his name? Is it? I don't understand. Shakar. Is it? He's inviting us to a duel. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, but it's not Shakar. No, no, no. I'm just. I'm. 
I'm saying that's he's inviting me to you have to audition. Myself. How did the undead hear about you in the first place to come to some sort of consensus that you're this? Well, clearly, there wasn't a consensus. What is it? What's it called? What what? What called? you? And Orb is going to glance over to Raven. All right. Should he? How did the undead come to this consensus? That I do not know. I didn't even know there was a vote. All I knew was that the way I, people like me get their powers is by the undead. Okay, so how do we prove ourselves to it so we can fuck off? I'm imagining when we reach the place that I have requested we meet, which... Wait, where is that? You requested a meeting. It's not very far. But where are we? It's what? far. What kind of a meeting? If we could all be at our absolute top best oh, when we reach Myriad Meadow, God's that, okay. that would be good. So let's rest up before so we So we should expect it. to fight at Myriad Meadow? 100%. Okay. Same kind of stuff? He didn't it's tell you what to, to expect? Or, okay. It's going to be him. And before him, more we... questions start coming toward me. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he's capable of. I don't know his weaknesses or his strengths. I don't know anything. Him who we fled from at Bloms. Yeah. And apparently he's got friends, right? That's what the, you know... Certainly has power. You can call them friends. The, the mist, or whatever. We should rest as soon as possible. Yes, please. You look, frankly, not well. Yeah, neither of you look well, frankly. This is not something that a, a few hours by the roadside will cure. Yes, well, then more than a few hours, so... I suppose we can sleep early. We can sleep. It's the worst that can happen. We get an early start tomorrow, and then yes. we go investigate we, the Broken Crown mm, out first then. We can sleep. We'll probably wake up while it's still dark out if we rest now. That's actually and, brilliant. And that might be great. look Good. into the Broken Crown in the cover of night. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Perhaps we ride another 20 minutes. Find and then spot. find a place, and then... Set some traps, make sure we're safe, because obviously... Head to the bridge in, in the evening, in the late night, I should say. Early morning, late night. I, do I don't know if he's going to show up again before Myriad. I mean, it's close by, but but do we feel we understand what we just faced a little bit? and Stay in the light. Okay, so avoid shrubbery. I was going to say, if we are in a position where we feel like we're not strong enough to fight, the strategy will be to run out into an open space where they can't get at us, somewhere sunny. So we should keep an eye out as we're traveling, make sure that we know a path to the sun. And what if they attack at night? Then we're fucked. Well, we got Graven, if then you could... let me take the yeah. front. If you could be mindful of... I mean, I've got a few silver arrows left. I have, a, a, I mean, a few arrows that I can use that are special. He's still going to send people after us, even though you agreed to a fight? He said, until we meet again, he's going to bother me. Oh, so he's a coward. No, 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 no. He's testing her. How many tests must one 17-year-old tiefling pass before she's deemed worthy? An indeterminate amount. Good. Yeah. Well, tests are kind of my specialty, so pretty good at them usually. <clears throat> yeah, well, the consequences of failing this test seem... So, I guess we should be watchful as we move forward. Find a good place to rest, yeah? Keep an eye out for a place to rest, yes. Okay. Sooner rather than later, honestly. Yeah. There's no... I see no advantage to even riding any further, frankly. Okay. 
We ride for at least another Why? half an hour. You're both quite sick, it seems. Why? To make... We can make the same amount of progress in the night. Well... We are just... We just came out of the wood where those traps were set. Right. It's not a bad idea. All right. One hour. All right. With that, a little bit of quiet as you continue on. As you get sort of north of the, the curtain there, what's called the Stout Hill Curtain, you might expect to see a little bit of increase in foot traffic. Crossing over to the Hackathrice Fields, the other route that's marked on your map, that sort of yellow route, starts to become more manageable. The uh, curtain here is not nearly as treacherous, not, the hill is not as high, not as steep. So people will wander into this region knowing that they can still kind of bail out before they get too close to the thicket. And right on cue, you see coming up a small caravan that looks like it's pulled over by the side of the road. Some people taking a break as well. Two covered wagons, maybe a half dozen assorted travelers taking a break, having a bite to eat. And behind the wagons is an enormous cart that's filled to the brim with chunks of stone and ore, some kind of Mm. mining operation that's been loaded up into this cart. And affixed to this cart are two of those aurochs that you saw signs of when you first left Avikapur, these sort of stout, oversized cattle with long, matted fur and curling horns and very kind of short, blunt snouts. (laughs) And they're kind of, as everything stopped, then you can see them just kind of... Just moving back and forth. A couple times, because they're close to each other, they're like, horns click a little bit, and they look at each other and then look back, just kind of grazing gently as everyone's sitting by the side. So you see this group of people. It looks like um, three humans, a dwarf, and uh, three humans, two dwarves, and a tiefling, kind of scattered about. Not all sitting together. There's like a pair of people here, kind of having a bite to eat. Another couple of people, and it seems reasonable to assume, especially as you start to see smudges of dirt along their arms and face, that they might be coming from one of those mining claims that you heard about um, from the injured, broken crown soldier that was sort of coming mm-hmm. down toward Navikapura. So they have very simple garb, just sort of working attire and having a bite deep by the side of the road. Seeing, I'm going to sort of give the group the hold signal. Hold up. If they are indeed heading south, as they perhaps seem to be, they have enough carriages and ability to perhaps carry a fully planted box of ferrous bromeliads. Uh, yes. We want to be quite delicate about the way we ask them about this because obviously we've done something criminal and uh, the ferrous bromeliads are, you know, quite valuable. So I would like to not have them stolen. Well, yes, we should tell them that they're carrying something quite valuable. Why you know? would you? Well, then they'll steal it. They need to... Right. Do we know how much these are worth of their own... Not much. It must be enough. I mean, it's, it has con- to be at least on. somewhat equivalent Hold to on. Mike and it pure. Let's not even have this conversation. Mm. Everyone shut up for a second. They don't cost much, as far as I know. And let's not dig into that any further, shall we? What I'm saying is, even if they are one gold apiece, we should give them more than ten gold to take them. Um, I, I am happy to do that. I'd be happy to pay more for the safe travel. I, I wish there was a way that we could ensure it was locked until... This is also he gets it, but that they're going to Navigapura. They seem like they might have taken one of the contracts from Navigapura. I mean, we can ask. Can ask. Well, yes, I just wanted to discuss this before we got to them, so that we're all on the same page as to what we're offering. 
and we wouldn't have a discussion about these potentially valuable plants before we see them. Tops 30 gold. 30 gold to transport these? How we we have to plant them? And how can we guarantee they stay alive? I mean, we For several can't days. guarantee they stay alive. I they say have to be we watered. plant them, we water them, and they're fairly hearty. They should be all right, so as long as they're taking the shortest route. Do you know anything about... Does, do any of you know anything about the care of these bromeliads? Do I know? I mean... No. I mean, only what Niels told you. I investigated the in, area that they were in, though. You so did. So I have, like... Th- what you can kind of glean, you assume... I mean, Niels assumed you could go get them and bring them back. So they will... If they had given a little bit of soil and water, presumably would make it back to Navikapura. So you have that bit of information? Also, I mean, wasn't... Uh, uh, Kaimi taking some to like she has at Dilla one Sun. point taken some to Dillasun. Yes. What is the distance there in relation to Navikapura? Farther Navikapura? than it is to Navikapura. Okay. So you don't know how she's keeping them, but again, they seem to be able to last a reasonable forty gold to have them water them. If they take more than a day to get back, we can say they need to be delivered to Niels Bargus. We don't want all as soon as I mean, possible. As soon as possible, and we can you know we'll tell them we'll pay them this. Um, 40 gold. I'd love to be able to offer them some extra money upon safe arrival, but I don't know how we do that. Look, I'd rather them not. 50 gold. No, the point is, is we give them money now, and then upon safe arrival, you pay more later. I don't know how we do that. Uh, well... Not without being able to communicate with somebody there, like Leto, or... Does anyone have the ability to send Uh, messages to anyone? Magical? I do not. Yes, but not right now, and... I don't know if I would, if that's worth it. All right. Energy it would take. As they're talking about it, Orba's going to take out her plant. Mm-hmm. She's going to look at it and watch it's it for a little, little bit. A little kind of breathing bit of bamboo sort of thing. Yeah, but... What do you, is there a problem with it? What's wrong with it? Why are you looking at it like that? Is it, what's, okay. So, I have reason to believe that the plant that I stole from the Natural Studies Institute has the capabilities of of keeping your plants alive while they're in transport. Okay. Look, I think the plants are going to survive the transport, okay? I'm much more worried about the courier trying to steal them or losing them and us getting gold. them paid. It's Graven. The, Graven, the you point is the, the amount of money. 300 gold. <laughs> the point is they could just take whatever amount no, of money we we're giving them and do nothing. We can whatever amount of money we want to at the problem. The, we, the, the issue we have is trust. So what I think is we're going to need to accept some form of collateral from this person. Why would they give us collateral? I don't know. I don't know. Why would they do it in the first place? Because we're offering now apparently up to 60 gold. It started okay. at 30. Let, let's let's think for a second here. What is a minimal amount of gold that Niels Bogus would be able to part with upon delivery of these things, but enough persuasion for these miners to not get rid Look, of Look, I think like, Niels is not going to be amenable to us asking him to pay the delivering guy. It's I, better I mean, than somebody stealing his property. So what if we say we will reimburse you the 10 gold or whatever? Well, the why don't we send money? We're making this more complicated. Send. I suppose we could send... What, what Can we send money and put it in their name and leave it at the mailhouse for them? In Navigapura? Uh, I mean, is there not a way that we can just send them money? Well, then why wouldn't them? we just use a courier service to send the flowers? 
Well, I mean, yes, presumably that. that's possible. But you have to find a courier service to do that. Right? Or you're trusting Like, why, why not use an official courier service, then? That's if, not going to steal your stuff. If we think that Nils would be amenable to putting up 15, 20 gold, well, what we, we could say we'll give them 20 now, and we'll put a note in the box to say, Nils, give these people 20 gold right now. We will. The extra them. 20 will come from Tessa Pleasance, not from Nils Bargas. Huh? Are you sure she's good for that? I'll send along a message saying that I will get Tessa Pleasance the 20 gold and reimburse her for it. Her friend in the north, who I'm meeting with to pick up Grimari's page, okay. I can give her 20 gold to pass to Tessa. So I can give... We pay them 20 gold now and say that you can pick up an additional 20 gold from Tessa Pleasance once the debt has been fulfilled. And on that note, I'll say I will reimburse you this 20 gold via your friend from the north. Can Tessa obtain 20 gold? Isn't she in so. massive debt? I mean, she is, but yeah. she doesn't... You know, when someone's in debt, they don't immediately right. give over any money. They turn make. their yeah. whole checking account she, over? Yeah, she's allowed to have some money. And so we... Nope. Courier <laughs> <and laughs> service in this... Uh, uh, in this area... It, 40 gold would be a lot to get something... A day's travel. Yes, two days travel. That would be okay. quite a generous. lot. Generous. Okay. Yeah. So, I, so 20 gold now. Generous. And then they... I mean, it would be obvious that the package was holding something valuable. Yeah, is that or perhaps even 10 gold now, 30 gold upon delivery. It's not a bad idea, actually. We should incentivize them getting in the there safely. That way, they know they've got something even bigger waiting for them at the end of this. And I, less I think Tessa Pleasance will be likely to hand over 30 gold to remove the band of the benefactor. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've got to make sure that that's a number that she actually can produce, but yeah. Yes, based on her her primary business, I believe that's true. And I can say in the note, um, uh, 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 I will pay her friend 30 gold before the page is even given to me, so that she then knows that I will be passing the gold along before acquiring the page. You feel confident in this bargain? See this if these people are amenable to any kind of travel. No, we're heading north, guys. Sorry. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) We live here. Yeah, Yeah, this is our place. (laughs) Uh, I've been around Aurochs in the mountains, mm-hmm. and there yeah. I, I know. You definitely. Do they look well cared for um, and give me a perception check? Happy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Suddenly Graven cares about me? Perse- I want to use, I want leverage. Damn. No I, leverage. Very hard to tell from here, which isn't yeah. to say that if you got a better look, you couldn't tell. Okay. But, but, okay. Um, they certainly don't look emaciated. No, you no. Tell that. I just, oh, like. I'm trying to see if they're, like. I want to, yeah, if they're, okay? if they're doing okay, and if there was like, if I could sense some, if I would have any tips for them to deal with these mm-hmm. aurochs. Well, you can't they, tell from here, yeah. but yes. But okay. Keep yep. that in mind. So you guys had stopped, or you? Um, yeah, we're all just standing around. <laughs> Should we try to ask these people? I mean, how, is there a good way to pick someone out who looks trustworthy? I I'm s- not good at that kind of thing. Let's see where they're. Who they are and where okay. they're headed yeah. first. Sure, how we? And we're obviously same thing as always, uh, just bounty hunters <laughs> traveling. Yes. Okay. Right. What was Tessa's friend name in the north? Um. You told me. <laughs> oh, you told me. Yes. You've forgotten. She's yeah. gone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the memories lull for history. Peter Phaedra. Phaedra Spooner. Phaedra Spooner. 
<laughs> Even better. <laughs> I forget that name. All right, boys, settle down. <laughs> little big, little spooner? Kukati Ko. Spooner? Got her. Yeah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are riding a little funny. Sure. So as you're getting closer to the caravan, there's two people that are seated kind of the closest to you along the road. You see one human man. He's got kind of curly black hair, broad shoulders, and he's sitting with a dwarven man. He's got kind of a puffy blonde goatee. He looks like he has tattoos of the new Kelpian gods along his sort of hands and arms. A man of, of the gods, of religion a little bit. They're kind of having a quiet conversation. They hear you guys kind of coming up on horseback. And one, the, uh, the man with the curly sort of dark hair, he sort of points behind you guys kind of back toward the south. Coming up from the corridor. Yep. How'd you find it? It's all right. How'd you find it? Well... I'm not coming from there. I'm hoping to go to there. Uh, See, right. what I meant was uh, the elves out, you know, having a fuss, so they keep it to themselves for the most part. They're largely staying on the west side of the river. And the other man kind of leaned. You see, you wanted to take the long way through the fields. It's a good thing we didn't listen to you. Well, fuck off, eh? I'll say two things to be wary of, though. Um, there's some exploding boxes that we found oh, sort of right. on the side of the road. Yeah. Just don't... They sort of exchange glances a little bit. Do you set those boxes? No, 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 no. We saw two travelers we earlier. We saw the people who did, though, and I'm going to describe the people who okay, did. You do. do you know them? As long as you don't touch the boxes, you'll be fine. They had we... beef with the Elatrians. I don't think <laughs> Who doesn't, right? <laughs> we were able to deactivate three of them, but I think there's probably one more. All right. Thanks for the tip. And, and... there's a Galeb door uh, in the river. Um, also the... 80-foot tree. 80-foot Also an 80-foot tree. That's probably more relevant. It was clearing out some of the... the one of the boxes much, must have burned a bit of the brush and the trees. and it He was seemed upset. It out. If it's done by now, you may be able to get around it easily enough. So when you said the corridor was fine, you meant it was fucked, eh? I'm not huh. sure why he said it's that. It's honestly well, been exhausting. We, well, I think we're a oh, bit... Sort thought of... we were mostly fine throughout it, but... I mean, we, we obviously got through okay, but... I think the tree is largely not looking for a fight. Everyone, I think the tree is not looking for a fight. You can simply ride past it, and Gale Abdul's in the water, and as long as you're not trying to hop across the river into Trickster's Thicket, you'll be fine. Maybe we do go back through the fields, eh? Are you thinking about heading into Trickster's Thicket? Not the thicket, no, but we're going <laughs> south. Then you're fine. Are you in a hurry? wouldn't say a hurry. They're fine. It wasn't that bad. Where are you coming from? Uh, coming from the claims up in the top shelf. Oh. Mining operation. Are you going uh, south, sorry? Yeah, taking our cart here to Navikapura. Offload whatever we can and we head back up. Oh, right. Um, would any of you um, perhaps be able to um, help us with something? We've got a package and a friend that we uh, need to get that package delivered to. It's in Navikapura, but we're headed north, so... Are you familiar with the shop bottled? Yeah, Niels. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He asked us for something, and we have it with us, and we need uh, someone to get it back safely. All right. Well, we've got a cart, I suppose. We could load it up. No, oh, perfect. Right. Is it, uh, I'm going to show him the size of the box. So oh, that... I'll take it out. Sure. We, uh... It's just a chest. Um, we're obviously, we can pay you. Uh, we can offer you 10 gold up front, and then we can get Another you... 10 gold once you get there. Yeah. Make an insert check. <gasps> I don't like that. Oh, no, my insight modifier isn't good. I'm not the right person for this. Is that a nine or is that? Can you That's a pointers? nine. Ten. Ten. You see just the ever so slight, immediately ten gold. Like, 
he raises an eyebrow just a little bit, and there's like just an ever so slight sideways glance between the two of them. That's a lot of money for a pack. Like he can immediately tell that this is important or valuable or both. Yeah, I might be able to do that. Uh, you might have already guessed it's um important package, so we would want some, you know, insurance that it's going to be all right. <laughs> we don't have much on us. What kind of insurance? Uh, no, the insurance, I suppose, would be you getting the second half of the payment, and um, Niels has a very clear expectation of what's going to be inside the chest, and should there be any sort of disruption of the contents, then you won't get the other half of the gold, and we will, you know, remember you. But ten up front, eh? I mean... Yes. Yes. What's in the box itself isn't terribly valuable. It's just very specialized, and it's, it's also, also not fragile. dangerous. If that helps, it's not in any way gonna hurt you. It's just. A also, figured you were carrying it. Probably not dangerous. Speed is of the of the utmost importance. Thus, the obviously higher rate. Well, we move as fast as the aurochs go. Of course, I just we 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 need we to make need... sure that you know you don't end up in Navikapur, go out for a few drinks, and then a few days later pass off the package to Niels. <laughs> Well, we always uh, start in Naupa, and then we head further east. We hit up, uh, usually we start with the advocates, see if they need anything. They pay pretty well. Then we stop by the metal workers, like Sisum, Mogro Busk. After that, we head east, see if anybody on the docks wants anything. Whatever's left, we take the general's general. So, like right. I said, west to east. If uh, Niels could supersede any of those metal workers or anything, obviously not the advocates, but if... Uh, if you could do that uh, sooner rather than later. All right. Important to you then, eh? Well, like we said, there was a special request and we made our word, so... Well, we told him we'd get it to him quickly. I may have sort of overestimated how quickly we could get it to him, so now we're in a bit of a crunch. All right, sure, yeah, I can do it. What's your name, friend? (laughs) Bim. 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 This is Hilya. Another guy kind of weird. Bosk will uh, will recognize the two of us we met shortly before we left for the north. Mm. I wouldn't say we're friends, but you know, Mm. we do business. Fair. Yeah, we were hoping to team up with him when we do get back as well. Mm. Have much luck in the uh, mines up north? Eh, it's not bad. We uh, got as big a hole as we could. And we uh, worked our way down, sort of skidded past the Broken Crown Station, now we're headed to Nivikapur. Um, we, we heard that it was uh, taken over by bandits. Don't really know anything about that, to be honest. We sort of avoided the station on purpose. Why is that? <laughs> well, the Broken Crown's been a little more hands-off lately. Maybe something to do with these bandits. When it comes to the mining claims, that's fine by us. It's, usually they stop by... Make sure no one's digging without a claim, crossing any boundaries, but I'd prefer without their oversight, if you don't mind. Sure. Sure. I'm going to get off my horse, and I'm going to kind of motion to them and motion to the aurochs and say, do you mind? And I'll just kind of head over to them. That was fun. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the broken crown interference slows things to a crawl. Pain in the ass for everyone. So they decided that new policies to mostly leave us be. So be it. Didn't hear anything about a ambush or whatever. Oh. Uh, what are you mining? Yes. Whatever you find. Iron, copper, tin. If you get really lucky, bits of aurochalcum. 
Do I know what that is? Is that make a make a um, give me a nature check? Nature? Yeah. Uh, nine. Nine. All you know is that it's a oh. precious metal that um, you've heard it being used sort of in, again, sort of magical components, like building magical components or items. So it, it's obviously has more, more value than just a sort of standard metal that you hear. Oh, nice. Um, but, I'm yeah. kind of... I haven't seen them many years since I was you, a boy. They're really. a little bit oh, away. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I'll be kind of, I'll just be petting one of them. I'm looking for like how they're trussed up. Is there something about maybe their feet? Anything I remember about. Oh. Give me a animal they... handling check. Okay. And then give me a perception check. Right. Ooh. Animal handling is 16. 16. You go over. And, and having worked with these creatures before, you reach for right the spot between where the horns kind of meet and you sort of run your fingers oh. through the fur there and it kind of Mm. Puts its head oh, down. Buddy. And perception was yep. the other one. Uh, thirteen on that. Thirteen. They they look in pretty good health. Mm-hmm. Their fur's a little matted from travel. I mean, you can tell that they use these creatures to sort of yeah. ferry goods back and forth. But it, it's <clears throat> well fed. They seem strong. They they seem sort of. There doesn't seem to be any yeah. injuries, wounds, markings of any kind. Okay. It doesn't seem like they don't know how to yeah. handle these creatures, if that's what you're kind of looking right. for. Right, yeah. But um, nothing chafing them? There's no, like a... nothing like that. As you're um, tending, sort of petting one of the Aurochs there, one of the other um, people that was in the camp kind of sees you petting and comes over. He looks like a slightly younger human man. He has kind of wide blue-green eyes, and he has a very gnarly scar that's kind of coming down from the back of his ear down to his collarbone, like across his neck. He has like a scar from here down to here. And he comes over, he sees you petting, and he kind of points. They're, uh, and the, he goes over to the other one, and kind of the same thing, runs his hand kind of right through the middle. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, they're smarter than most people think, you know. Mm. Have you a voice? Points at the scar. When you were young, you seemed to be making your way in the world well enough anyway. Points to the sort of cart that's filled with yeah. ore there. <laughs> he points to you and like the rest of the party there. We uh, travel north as bounty hunters, but we left a bit of business behind in Navikapura. We're, I think they're actually speaking about how we hope that you can help us out. Uh, a delivery. Bottled, Neil's bottled. Will you stay in Navikapur long? We may be back in the space of a few weeks ourselves. The flowers from within the thicket, difficult to get, not horribly expensive of their own right, but very particular for Neil's, and we have something of a deal with him that. They are very important, too. We do need to get them back to him, but we still have more business north from here. He looks kind of back towards where the party's talking to the other two people there. He's kind of... looks... Oh! 
<laughs> Looks around a little bit. Motion's kind of around to the backside of where the aurochs are hooked up to the cart there. Oh, kind of under the guise of like continuing to yep. pet it and like, you know, look at it. Give me a deception make... with advantage. Mm. Oh, shit. Goddamn. Uh, 17. 17. The two of you sort of running your hands along the long, sort of fuzzy bodies of the aurochs here. Some places where the fur's nice and long, it sort of curls between your fingers. You can kind of scratch at it a little bit. It has kind of rough skin at the, at the base of the fur there. Yes. You get around to the other side, and he sort of, with his foot, kind of reaches it forward, and he just kind of taps it on, like, the the under portion of this cart has a number of small compartments along the side. And he sort of taps his foot on it. I still have... I had it on me because I took it off of the horse and I showed it just then, so I still have the box. Can I give you some gold? (laughs) I'll I'll take out... uh, uh, I'll take out ten golds. You take out the gold, you start to count it out, you see his eyes kind of light up a little bit. Thank you. It is important. <laughs> he takes the gold out of your hand, and you see him kind of walk away a little bit. And he had kicked this little thing, and there's these, yeah. they have little, it's like a little just compartment under. And you can see that some of them look already maybe full with stuff. Like one of them maybe has some other sort of minerals that have been stuffed into it. So yeah. he had kicked one that looks like it's mostly empty, one of these compartments. Okay. I'm going to... Look around. And you're not out of sight completely, yeah. but you're also not, uh, you know. Uh, again, the under the guise of just kind of, you know, checking its hooves and stuff. Okay. Like, and I'll reach down and try to put it. Give me a deception check. Oh boy, this is spicy. Sixteen. Sixteen. Raven goes down to the sort of hind leg, scratch, scratch, <laughs> and then down to the leg. Sort of, you hear the noises, and you get down to where it's sort of hoof there is at the bottom. Give a little rub near the ankle, and during that time, and just close the little compartment there, and then you stand up. Doesn't look like anyone sort of caught sight of that. I see they're all still talking. Yeah, yeah. so this was happening at the same time they were talking about the okay. broken crown there at the moment. Okay. Um, and he's walked. The other kids walked away. At this yep, point. he sort yeah. of walked back to rejoin a couple of the other people. And during the sort of conversation that you guys were having, a couple other people kind of wandered up just to, like, see what the sort of fuss was about. Um, (laughs) You see a a sort of bald human with an unkempt kind of mustache that hangs over his lip. And then a dwarven woman, short brown hair. Looks like she's starting to go gray in a couple spots. And she has a dirty set of kind of smudged spectacles (laughs) that sit on the end of her nose there. Where are you all coming from? Vikapora. That's where we're headed. <laughs> How long do you plan on resting here before heading down through the corridor? Not long, just having a bite to eat. Sure. Other than, um, actually you said you didn't even find any trouble. Have you had any trouble heading... How far north are you coming from? Just from the uh, northern stouters, just the top shelf there. Any trouble? <laughs> well, there's always trouble between the mining claims. That's sort of what the Broken Crown's there for, but they mostly get in the way. Sort of looks around and everyone sort of rolls their eyes, a little frustration at the involvement of the Broken Crown and what they sort of deem their business. Things get a little competitive at the top shelf. A lot of money to be had in those hills. 
especially if you strike a good vein of orichalcum. Before the BC made a point of involving themselves, there was quite a bit of hijinks happening. Slow your rivals down means maybe you get to the good stuff first, so there was quite a few accidental cave-ins, tools mysteriously gone missing, cattle spooked off, that kind of thing. And someone else sort of sitting down, sort of, <laughs> the good old days. And everybody, You can tell, like, this group sort of reminisces a little bit for that competitive oh scene God. that it used to be there in the hills where it was a little lawless there in the top shelf. Are you, um, are you familiar with a, uh, a mine to the south in, in Mukmu that's been recently purchased by uh, Wingami. Doesn't sound familiar to me. Looks around. No. Mm. Uh, just heard of. Uh, we met a bunch of people working at a, a rather new mine that had been purchased. Mm. Uh, the biggest claim around here is the auto claim. So. The what? What's this? The auto claim. What are the auto? We know what that is. The auto family. As in, like Finbar Auto. That's the one. Oh. Oh. Goodness, he has a claim all the way here north, huh? <laughs> Finbar Otto's got claims all over the continent. Fascinating. Uh, treating him well, I suppose? <laughs> I guess. We're not from the Otto claim. We're from the Wintress claim. Oh, so you don't own a claim yourselves? No, we work on the Wintress claim. Wintress? What? I'm not familiar with that family name. Uh, just another one of the claim owners. Oh, so I just... We're not I, familiar with the, the politics of mining. Sorry. Oh. We're not from around... Sure. Here. Well, um, there's someone named Javier Wintress, and he owns a claim. Finbar Otto owns a claim. A couple of other people own a claim. And Sorry, we're bounty hunters. It's good to know <laughs> the movers and shakers, right? Sure. All right. I mean, unless you're trying to sneak in and uh, mine uh, some resources. Mining is really not our thing. That we're better at... Problem, then? Other stuff. Do the uh, Mollifers are a rather large family? Do they have mining claims? <laughs> you hear like a collective kind of groan go over the group. <laughs> ah! Thankfully, no. The Mollifers have not come yet. We dread that happening. Well, yet is the operative word, right? Mm. I mean, I'm sure they're planning on making their way up here. The um, the mines that you're in, obviously, Mykonids have become quite valuable. Have you found any Mykonids in any of the mines? Oh, yeah. Have you encountered <laughs> any? I wish... Never have to work another day in my life or sell one of those. Yeah, so none in the uh, top shelf there. No Mykonid nests or have, have you? If you know where one is, I'll pay for that information. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. We don't. <laughs> I just assume that there might be some overlap between mining and Mykonid hunting. Not the top shelf as far as I know. So uh, this uh, box... Am I, it, 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 am I coming back? Sure, if you were heading back. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll head back. Ten gold now, and then... Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Listen, I've been thinking about it, and... There was one other thing that Niels wanted, and I actually think it's best if... If we make it all the way north, and by the time we meet up with Praxis and Benji, we'll find someone to bring it back then. Make a deception check. <laughs> Sixteen. <gasps> I thought we were going to make a deal here. Listen. Do you really think it's better if we get the whole package to him? Yes. With Benjamin. I'm trying to give a Graven like a concerned look, but I yeah, don't well, want to give anything. Well, so, yeah. With, with, with Benji. And yes. I think, I know we're, we, we're pushing the timeline, but better if we have everything at once. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. sorry. It's going to be late. And I'm going to try to make it a show, like a fine. show of like a frustration that it's going to be late. Did you say? Now. It would be fine. <laughs> All right. 
Thanks, anyway. Sorry. Well, sorry I couldn't help. Well, as I say, say hello to Mogul for us. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah as, as I said, we're not, we're not really friends. No. <laughs> Business associates. Sure. Right. Well, safe travels. Watch out for that, um... Treant. Treant. Yeah. We might end up taking the fields after all. Might be a good idea. Be safe. It was nice to meet you. You get a kind of a chorus. Yeah, be safe. Go on, then. Have a good one. All right. Hi. Sort of looking at Graven as we ride. As we're you out of your shot. As you're sort of turning to get back on your horses, the, like those first two men that you talked to, sort of they're picking at some of the food that they had in a little kind of bowl, and you see kind of a... And he looks kind of in the direction of the Aurochs because he saw you kind of wander over there. He doesn't get up and check mm. or anything, but you just see the gears kind of turning in his head a little bit. Uh, get back up. <laughs> Trusting that kid. <laughs> you really are. You get back up. After we've gotten out of earshot a bit there. <clears throat> Problem? It's on its way south. What? Yeah. What do you what? mean? The boy. Did you see the boy that I was with at the, with the Aurochs? Did we Baking? see the boy? Uh, like... He, you saw someone kind of in the vicinity of Grave, and you didn't necessarily know who he was. Yeah, what was the... What, 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 I don't understand. He made it seem as though... I was trusting of him, but he did not seem... He said... He didn't so say anything. You picked a different one. I picked someone else to okay. put our trust in. Okay, fine. Why I mean, I'm, I, it doesn't matter, does Fine, it? why do you trust him Why were we going to trust them? We had no better reason. We have to trust no them reason to trust kid. anyone. So why did, why did you trust, trust him? We had a moment. What was the moment like? So you're saying you don't have the bromeliads on you now? They are with him. You had time to plant them while you were hiding behind the aurochs. Well, I suppose that's not about. I gave the boy ten gold, and you he planted them in soil so they would stay alive. They will be fine. We- he said Based on what? Neil said they'd be all right. Be he fine. said they'd be fine. Uh, Neil said that these would be fine without water or soil for a few days. I trust. What's to know that they're going to stop? They're traveling the other corridor now. They're going to take longer to get there. I mean, is there a way to pass a note back to this kid? Tell him to plant them and put them in water? I mean, he could try if you trust him. I don't know. We're moving on. We... Just risked our lives for these, and they're gonna die in some care of some kid. They are stout. You can assure me of this, both of you. All of you can assure me that these are as going to live. As much as is human, I mean, we've done nothing to take care of them. We've done nothing to plant them. Orba says, "I am a good." reader of people, and I trusted that boy more than I trusted those two. That's fine. You can trust the boy as much as you want. I didn't like the two anyways, but you did nothing to secure them before the... Uh, on the way! They're going to die in transit, and we risked so much for them. Okay, hold on. Can everybody just relax for one moment? Well, look, Niels has been flexible can... fast. He has been. Look, this was an example of him trusted that they would make it back. He if, didn't tell us to plant them, did hang he? Hang on, wait. Kaimi was taking these all the way to Dilusu. And was she just shoving them in some... How did, is he... Tra- can, how is he... How is the, How are they being transported safely? Sorry, Orba's trying to get a word in there. And so, I think can we take a moment here? Graven, I agree with you that I think they might make it, but could we possibly get this boy a message magically? 
tomorrow morning. Okay, some members of the party clearly have a problem with it. So why don't we just take extra care and make sure that we are setting ourselves right, up here properly. But no, sure, I mean, send a message to the kid if you can. How are they being transported it in a way that is... rash, Erland, I know. But How... I... In a way that's secretive. I thought that it would get there better. I thought it would be... Right, How? if they're, it doesn't matter if they're dead, if they're not even going to make it to their destination. Y- yes, are they being well, protected true. in they any way? They're going to be stolen, and that's worse, mate. They are in a dark and cool place. Is that good? Uh, yeah, that for good? shipping, yeah. I mean, Plants, yes. For shipping! <laughs> shipping Kill and handling? <laughs> yeah, for shipping, it's good. They're, guys, it's fine. They're being shipped bare rude. <laughs> Only for a few days, they'll be fine. It's a flat rate wagon. It's a. <laughs> 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 Hey, some Aurochs shit might fall in. IRL would be them. fine. So, I don't know. <laughs> yes, a message to the boy. Can you do that? Can you just select a person that you know and send them a, That's a, a, a message? It's something that I've been working on, and yes. Right, that's most fresh. Right, some sort of very... Erland in the morning, in the morning I will be able to tell him to somehow get some soil in there with it. If they're going to take more than a day, yes. All he needs to do is splash water on the... What, what are they called? The... Nice. No, no, no. I mean, the, the, the thing you were petting. Splash water on the aura? Well, isn't it underneath it? Where you were by the... I... We're gonna oh, you went by the behind the... Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. When we've pub. done absolutely the best we could. Frankly, I'm, I'm over the moon that we were able to get ten of them. He, Niels has been flexible with me before. He asked for Mike and it pure. He didn't get it. He got an cap and now he's getting 10 ferrous per million. Are you feeling okay with this adjustment and this new plan if we send the message tomorrow morning? Well, we don't have much of a choice, so it seems to be the best option. Right? <sighs> seems like a strong resounding yes. I believed him when he said that getting I... it to those two would have not... It would have never made it. Better. Sure, no, they all seem very slimy to begin with. They really did. So I made a quick decision. I didn't have much time to think about it. I That's didn't want to be seen. Can we please rest? I think we're all exhausted. That would be good, yes. Let's find a good place, yeah? Okay. Right, a little bit further. You start to enjoy the effects of the woodlands starting to become a little less dense. Clearer sight lines. Strong midday sun that combats the coolness of the air. It's easier to appreciate the kind of beauty of your natural surroundings when it doesn't feel like you're being engulfed by it. A sentiment that was common as you were sort of working your way through Trickster's Thicket. It's small, but as you're starting to look for a place to rest, you actually see in the distance the bridge. You see a covered (laughs) kind of wooden reinforced beam set into the riverbed. These kind of arched windows that look like they'd be a very good spot to kind of fish there in in the river as it flows underneath. It's kind of symbolic of the next leg of your journey. And as you look around to your companions, you feel kind of a little uptick in momentum as everybody kind of spots the bridge, a little bit of energy infused. Mm -hmm. But everyone kind of thinking about maybe where to take a spot for rest. So you can see the bridge, but you've now maybe ridden just, you know, 10 minutes away from those, 15 minutes away from the, the group that you just passed by. And we understand that the bridge is very close to the... Yeah, I mean, the map, again... It's an approximation. Yes, it's an approximation. Uh, you assume it won't be too long after... You can see the bridge, and there's no building, like, 
directly yeah. on the other like side. Like on the, of the horizon. River. Yes. No. Okay. Um, so it's not immediately on the other side. But yes, not long after you cross, presumably the Broken Crown Station. And at this point, it's still between six and seven. I mean, it's not even that late. It's four thirty-five o'clock. I can take the first watch as we sort of. Okay. I think we should try and find a camp, and I should take the first watch. We should try and find a place to settle in. Okay. Yeah. Do Do we have any understanding of having too short of a time between long rests and not getting the full effects of one? I I would say you would understand that if um, if you tried to immediately rest again, enough time has passed that you feel you can get the full effects of a rest. If that's what you're asking. I'm tired. I mean, you guys woke up very early. So. That's true. That's true. Woke up before dawn, right? Been awake like for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, might have even been earlier. I can't exactly remember. Okay. Had to wait for me to grow in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's the the woodland's a little sparse here. It's maybe not as you're not going to find a nice sort of pocket the way you did the last time to tie up the horses. But again, it's not. Um, Does anyone? If I make a fire, does anyone also this? And I'm gonna hold up the almirage. Mm-hmm. It's good to eat? Yeah, it seems fine, I don't know. I've never had one, but that seems fine. Okay. Doesn't have a lot of meat on it, but it cooks up well. And I'm gonna start kind of skinning it. Sure. I, I'm gonna take the horn off and like, does this have any magical properties? Or anything? It could. Should yes. We keep really? Yes, just like other, um... The magical properties Pro- itself, no, but no. it's, yes, it's, it's as used a, to, components. yes, as a component, yes. yes. It's as a wall. Not magical <laughs> itself, but yeah. yes, it could be used mm-hmm. in alchemy or magic of some kind. So yes. I should keep this. Keep sure. hold of it. Um, right. I'm going to then get to skinning the rest sure. of it and so start starts to work it up and sort of, yeah. Some people gra- gather some dried sticks, make a little sort of rock circle for a little fire pit there. Mm. Can somebody help me maybe put a couple traps down, if we wish? I have them in my, in the horse, uh, I'll, I'll, in the horse. Oh my gosh. I have them oh. in my side saddle, I'll, uh, Would that be a small Would you? I'll come with you. Would um, it, that, not even a small, it's not so even. small, it doesn't take up anything. Oh, it doesn't take up any space. No, it's like a piece of jewelry, like it's inconsequential. I'll look for some berries, perhaps, while you're doing that. Okay. I'm gonna sort of go off into... Give me a nature check, or survival check, sorry. Natural 20. Natural 20. You find that even though the woodland's a little sparse here, there are a number of shrubs and tall grasses. You find some berries that you're not entirely sure what they are, but you've seen the group kind of eat them before, and you're like, these are safe. You grab a couple. It's enough for, you know, the group to have a meal there if you're fine on nothing but berries. Good. Um, What I really wanted to do while I was looking for berries as well was I will take out the petals that I have from the Oculus. Yeah, so I want to try my best to remember what Blom Mm -hmm. asked me to do for that, whatever that ritual was Mm -hmm. and how he gave it to me to consume. Mm -hmm. So I... Do you remember? (laughs) Oh, That's a great question. That was the Bulbark one. Um, Chapter 17. Um... Maybe 16. No, that was the... Show yourself. Erlen's going to sit down and try and remember. Okay. <laughs> take a moment there. Yes. Can Orba actually take two hours to learn alarm? You could definitely... I mean, would that would require you to right. push the rest, but... yeah. If well, if we're, like, building fires and shit, I don't know. Two hours? It doesn't take two hours to do that, but... You certainly could. You could sit and have a long down. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I am. Okay. 
Do you just start doing it? Uh, it um, seems like you're busy all set the I'm traps. sorry, Graven. I just, yeah, I had the idea because I said traps and I thought of alarm and I really want to learn this spell to keep our camp safe. Would, um... What? <laughs> what? I'm going to cast Bless on her. Okay. What does it do? Uh, <laughs> what do I do? You're blessed. Mm, it's a blessed. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't make any saving throws when you... When I learn, hope not. No. No. she no. slams the book on her hand ah! and then saving throw to get no. No, that's only if I'm learning a spell that's higher level than I am. Correct? It's not a saving throw. Oh, it's not a saving throw. Never it's mind. just a check. No, never. Craven goes. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll just do gonna, the traps. Oh, she's gonna take two <laughs> damn hours to do this. You could tell that as the woodland kind of spreads out a little bit, you've seen less animals sort of actively coming through here. Traps, like, for intruders or to try and catch an animal? Are you trying to kind of... Um, I guess there isn't a huge distinction, but... Yeah. I guess more intruders. And okay, just so you little... find some spots to kind of yeah. obscure them a little bit? Sure. How many do you have? Just, 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 the, just two. the two. Okay, you find a, <laughs> bless you. Bless you. find a couple points to lay them out. Make sure mm-hmm. that the chain is sort of buried in the ground there. You find a couple spots for it. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm, I mean, if she, I'll sit down with her. Uh, if it's going to take her two hours, I'll start a short rest, just kind of praying and figuring out. Okay, I mean, I'll get a as, as Severe is kind of skinning the <laughs> Almirage, she looks around and Graven's already going yeah, in. Yeah, I'm kind like, of a thing. Or, or Orba's Severe, got her Yeah, Orba's sort of scribbling in her yeah. book a little bit. You can tell that the party's very busy. You look out and around and you see Erlen kind of moving through the tall grasses a little bit. I asked everyone if they wanted to eat. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm cooking. Skewer the almirage, put it on a little kind of spit there over the fire. Yes, I'm turning it. Very, I'm, I'm keeping good watch on it, like a dad at the barbecue. Oh no! <laughs> Adorable. Can you recall anything of the memory that you have? Um, the I'm, I was gonna say I'm gonna try and combine two sort of things here because uh, I'm gonna do the breathing exercise that I learned in took two, so that's the one where I make my tongue like that and sort of pull my arm. So I'm gonna sort of sit down and do one of the breathing exercises that I typically do when I'm trying to learn a new spell. And I remember for this one, it was uh, a bunch of people in blue cloaks on uh, on the shore of Kiira, sort of like waving while I was on the boat. And I think I remember uh, I'm gonna try and remember the way that he fed it to me, and I think it was, I think he may have had a full flower, and I think I just picked petals, so I'm gonna try and take the whole thing at once while I'm doing mm-hmm. these breathing exercises. Take, like, eat it? Is that what you're eat saying? Eat the whole thing, right. yeah. Put the petals in your mouth. And again, as you sort of put it in your mouth, they're a little sort of crunchy because they had balled up into a yeah. kind of sort of defense mechanism bark. A little difficult to swallow. As you... <laughs> Don't feel any difference. <laughs> That's rough, bud. That was real rough. That was like a hundred episodes ago. Oh, I know. I'm not mocking you. Everyone's gonna exhale. Idiot. Take the. Yeah. Get the. Like I just ate a pear. Were you just eating bark? 
pops a berry in to yeah. sort of get the taste out of it. Well, I see him doing this, I'd probably... I'm going to bring him... Bring him that. He was sitting down kind of in the tall grass as he was doing that. It's yeah. going to be bring, roasted perfectly. I'll bring back the berries, <laughs> have the nice spirits, kind of, or say like... Like with a big leaf you've kind of gathered. Perhaps for a, um, a, a sauce or a side dish. Oh, right, sure. Sweet, sweet sauce. Is okay. Chopped. First thinking about it, I'm not much of a chef, so I'm like... Sure, a little almirage meat and berries? Sounds good. Uh, I thought, you know, it was... I don't know, mate. First. If you know how to cook them, please do something. Well, if you just, I know how to do this part. It's I remember. Severus looking as she's rotating. It does look like it doesn't take super long. It's fairly lean. I seem to remember, you know, people back home would sort of add some water and boil the berries a bit. And sure, I mean, just heat up the berries, maybe. After, I mean, Erland will sort of, uh, I guess, like. Severus um, <laughs> so scooting over at the fire, <laughs> like. Erland um, will like. Uh, 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 he'll sort of place the leaf. Um, near the fire, like you know, when you roast a marshmallow so it doesn't catch fire, you sort of place it near the fire to give the berries a chance Find to like warm up. Find like a stone up. to sort yeah, of yeah. place it. You gonna reduce them? Are we? <laughs> I'm gonna reduce these berries. You can tell that it, it, it's hard without sort of getting into the fire with like a metal bowl or something. They're not gonna like melt into it. No, no, no. no, no it's but you can see warm, them softening. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely see them sort of start to soften. Eat them with a sort of. Rabbit. Oh, sure, nice. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say some time has passed. You were short resting. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. Okay. I mean. Just in case some shit comes up before we wake up in the morning, I'll Imagine. get some couple of things back. Okay, we'll know. say that some time passes, you're able to do so. You can see that as you're sort of, you guys start to eat, you peel some of the meat off of the almirage, have some of the warm berries. It's a fairly, you know, for some of the meals that you're used to on the road that mostly consist of kind of dried meats and uh, sort of nuts and dried fruit and things, it's, it's good. It's good to have a warm meal here out on the road, especially with the cool air kind of coming through. Graven finishes up sort of, he was sort of concentrating deeply with a face of consternation as he was focusing on his rest, and now he comes over, has a little portion of meat. It's good, right? It is, yes. It's not bad. Is Orwell all right? Is she... She's, she's doing preparing something, something, yes. Looks I think like one of the... Furiously scribbling. <laughs> one of the... <laughs> she's scrolling through her iPhone trying to remember how to do this. One of the spells that she was hoping to learn, she has to take a bit more time with it. Before we start our actual okay rest, just <laughs> laughing at actual rest. <laughs> so, are we prepared for those um, more of those mist things that I imagine are going to be following light. us until my light is what best we can. My light spells were. I only have four silver arrows. I feel like a right idiot for leaving the city. I. Another ability that I have of late is that I can conjure daylight oh. around us for an hour. Oh, oh right. That's well, that's right useful. Yes, I can only do I'm it I'm assuming at times. night that you can do them as well. I can do it at any time. Oh, right. The reason that is to do daylight. And no, I'm daylight. saying, well, if mm. we were in a cave. Oh, yes, yes. But were they to come upon us, <laughs> we I, were would, in the tunnel. <laughs> I would be able to, to cast a... a, a very strong light well, for at least nice. 60 feet around us. I mean, I figure, I suppose the, the strategy has got to be we can't engage with those things every time they attack us. If they're going to be attacking us on the road and we're going I, to be expecting it, I mean, we have to be at least able to get out of it. I don't imagine that they will let up. I imagine I that they will follow us to the ends of the earth. Good. Good. <laughs> As the group kind of thinks of that, are you? Is this a scroll that you're copying? It's a scroll that I'm copying. So I'm trying to remember if I can access it as soon as I've learned it, or if I have to wait until after a long rest. You you do have to prepare it. It's not automatically okay. prepared. Okay, that's you what I was looking it up. Okay, I can yes. remember. Mm. Thank you. Um, 
Yes. Uh, the Unless it's a ritual. It's. Uh, I'm learning the alarm spell. Great. And it's a first level, so I spent fifty gold in two hours. Great. So you spend that represents the kind of cost of inks and things as you record it. Um, yes, I bought a bunch of paper. Um, you must, however, succeed on the check. Mm-hmm. So when you copy a spell scroll, um, copier must succeed on an intelligence arcana check with a DC equal to ten plus the spell's level, which I think is just one. one. So yeah. eleven. And if the check succeeds, the spell is successfully copied. Oh my god. Am I doing this now? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Which die do I use? Was <laughs> oh, it 11 or higher? mine? 11 or higher. I mean, what's your She oh, has a like plus seven. seven. So Don't! You... Okay, no math yet. <laughs> Until the roll happens. Not a word. A word. <laughs> Not a word. <laughs> 18 plus 6. Very quickly and elegantly copy the effects of the spell scroll into your spell book. And you find that just sort of underneath, sort of alphabetically organized all of your spells neatly, you put the details of the alarm spell into your spell book. Yeah, you hear Orba kind of practicing the verbal components that she's trying to get it right. She's taking the like scribbles from another arcane person and putting them into her own little <laughs> depiction. Yeah. Own penmanship, own sort of shorthand of some of the materials and components. Okay. I can do that later. Are we all ready? I'll take the first watch. Yep. Um, I suppose I will take second, last. What's the best for me to take? You, you, well, you are I, both the most exhausted, so... Perhaps, yes. you, uh, perhaps I'll take a third or fourth, as it'll actually be dark, and my daylight ability will okay. be useful then. Okay, sure. Um, then I suppose I'll take okay. second. Okay, okay. Well, unless you wanted it. May I take second, then? Yeah, sure, I don't care. Okay. Why don't you take third and I'll take fourth? Right, okay. If you're awoken by the sun emanating from me, you'll know that... Yeah, I will know Something that there is, is trouble. Sun emanating. <laughs> sun. Sun em- emanating. The yeah. sun. Yeah. Oh. S-U-N. No, I understood it. I heard. It's still it funny. It was just a silly thing. It's, <laughs> funny. it's funny to me. If you wake up and I look like the sun, <laughs> wrong. Then something's definitely wrong. Everybody give me your perception checks for your watches. As you're laying down, sort of, Ooh. everybody has to kind of turn away a little bit because there's still a little bit of light in the sky. The sun's beginning to set as you guys are... 19. 15. Orba is going to take a second before she falls asleep to also turn into Reaper form. Okay. So I would roll perception with Reaper stats, right? Yes, that is okay. Uh, I think it's at the end of the long rest, if I'm not mistaken. Go to the form shift card. Oh, no, I'm going to like use the. I'm going to do it now for the cost of like health and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, oh, sure. Um, yeah. Eight. Uh, it's oh God, 16 like on my perception. Wow. Okay. Um, tonight. We're not always perceptive. It's important. <laughs> yeah, it's an important night to be perceptive after the vampire mist. <laughs> vampiric mist. Assholes, if they were doing more traveling before night, mm-hmm. they probably were. Oh. We could take So if I have a max of eight... And I'm going into Reaper form. I have four. Right? Sure. I mean, I don't think it's going to matter. Right, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I had it right. Sure. Okay, so. Kid. Or the Reaper form. <laughs> so in case anything happens, you have four HP. Exactly. Oh like, oh. <gasps> uh, Okay, and then perception for Reaper. Okay. Sorry. Perception. I wish I could. 11. 11. Okay. 
Some time passes. Takes a little bit of time for the light to sort of fade away as the sun begins to fall over the horizon there. Erlen has the first watch, staying up, kind of looking around. You hear sometimes kind of a little bit of sounds of the water in the distance as you've now sort of reconverged with the river a little bit. You sort of separate a little bit and now you've gotten closer. Because again, you're still within, if it's light out, sort of eyesight of the bridge. You're not that far away from it. But you've moved off the road a bit. So you just keep a careful eye out, make sure. You don't hear any other horses, caravans that come by other than the one that you've passed by. Your time goes by and off the next one. Can I ask a question about the halls of transmutation? You may. <laughs> um, would I know if servants were born into ser- servitude or sold or acquired or... The halls of transmutation, they don't have like a... They would purchase them. Yes. Okay. They, they don't have like their own sort of family, I guess, yeah, that yeah. they get them from. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, it's not like, yeah, oh. Downton Abbey where people are born into yeah, whatever. Yeah, no. yeah. What they do is they they purchase sort of purchase you promising intelligent sort of young oh, please because they sometimes have a lot of duties involving organizing things like they have to have some level of competency and uh, so they they buy promising young men and women from families who need the extra money. Okay. Yikes. Yeah, it's not great. Um, that was my very good yeah. I was about to say nailed it. Yikes. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna wake Orba up. You see Orba's eyes glow, a little green. Oh, you're the um, yeah, undead version of you. Not un- sure. Look, it's kind of hard to grasp. Yeah, I understand that. I'm too grasping with it. It's very new. How much? Sort of look at Graven. Make sure he's <laughs> look at. Make sure he's asleep. He looks very great. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Graven snores loudly. How old were you when you came to the halls of transmutation? Why the sudden interest? This whole being selected by the dead. I ask you now because I know you probably can't say some of this stuff in front of... Right. How old were you? Do you have memories before the Halls of Transmutation? I have some, yeah. Not a whole lot. Where are you from? Orba gives a little shrug. Would I know an an idea of where I am from? No, you are too young to sort of understand that. It was... About a decade ago, and the only memories that I really have are um, my dad, like being proud of me for stuff, like when I drew my first picture, and when I said my first prayer by myself, memorized, and when I learned to read and write before the other children of my age. But the most vivid one is how proud he was of me when he figured out how much I was worth for the Halls of Transmutation. So, a decade later and here I am. And your mother? 
She gives another shrug. No memories? Nope. Was your father a tiefling as well? Yeah. I'm sorry. I am. Who am I to you, Ireland? How do you mean? Just for the stream, I'm going to read this out loud <laughs> because it's been a while. Uh, from Shakar. Hey, your sister's dead, mate. Sorry. Some pompous shit from Atonement's End went and killed her. Don't know why. Thought you should know. I also thought you should know that because we're all children of the forked tongue, I ruffled her killer's feathers a good bit to even the score. It won't bring her back, but you know, solidarity of the snakes and all that. Keep your head up in there, Shakar. What does that have to do with you? I think it has almost everything to do with me, Erland. I'm used to people seeing me as um, like a tool. Um, something you put something into and then get something else out of. And that's okay. But it it... It really hurts when I thought that you were different than that. And you hand me this, which basically just says, I used you to just end somebody's life who might not have necessarily deserved it. And, and, you, and you did it, and I read it, and when I looked up and you were, you were looking at Satyria all nice and... <laughs> I don't know who I am to you now. Well, perhaps I gave you the letter because I wanted you to know. I understand that. But you did it. Shakar was drunk. We got in a very silly battle of words. And I wanted to win. I didn't know he was going to be a psychopath. ruffled her feathers your feathers ruffled he didn't realize I think what he was getting himself into but you also saw him in Bosworth's basement yeah I saw him after you attacked him he would have attacked first again I have no idea what this has to do with you is it because I asked you to help it was him or me. I don't think that's the case, Erlen. Did you read this? Yes. And you still think he would have just murdered you? Yes. He was setting traps for me. He tried to... He pulled... Paid people to pour boiling acid on me. And then he took an X-cap. After organizing a fight with me, he brought the X-cap to the fight. You don't bring an X-cap to a fight if you're not going to use it. And thankfully, you and Safira were there, or I'd be dead. All right, fine, but all of that aside, who am I to you? I told you a long time ago that I know what it's like 
to be forgotten. I admit, uh, I admit that I felt some jealousy when I found out you were chosen in some way. What? <laughs> I know. I thought I'd met someone who had also been chewed up and spit out by the holes of transmutation. But that doesn't change my promise. I thought I was going to have to fight off some professors to protect you. But it looks like I picked a fight with the undead. And you're not just doing it because it's a contract and keeps you away from Atonement's end? No. Promise me. Well, I wouldn't have much of a say in it if there wasn't a contract. How do you mean? Without a contract, I go back to Atonement's End. Without a contract, I can't protect you. Without a contract, I can't help you. You and I are uniquely positioned to know what kind of a place the Halls of Transmutation is and the competition surrounding it. I am sorry your father sold you. I went there under completely different terms, obviously. But I do know what the competition brings out in people. I do know how it's not just a place of education, it's a place of politics, it's a cutthroat place. It's a place where everyone's concerned with who they're going to be, what they're going to do, how much power they can get. Now, I think it would be rather nice if two dropouts made a name for themselves. Well, one dropout, one servant, but yeah. Rub it in. I ask you about your childhood because I want to know if you have any memories of undead, if you have any memories of any sort of communion with the dead. This isn't random. This isn't because you studied under your uh, professor friend. This goes back. This has to do with who you are. To my knowledge, and from what Celis was able to share with me, it's not a hereditary thing. There's no way I'll be able to, you know find my family through this connection or anything, but what I can understand is the halls is actually ironically enough what kept me alive. You have no memories of people you associated with as a child as buildings, places, town squares. You have no memory. I mean... Seven years old, you should have some memories. But the place that I am from is really not anything to describe. <laughs> you have some memories of like places you would go, like you know, your neighborhood. Like the corner shop. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have a memory of, of 
there was Certainly. like an elementary school. <laughs> yeah, of like, like where you came from. Like you remember vaguely like getting on a boat and you know, going to the halls, but yeah. You remember but more no, than halls, I do. Halls, <laughs> halls is an island, so it's Shashi's an island, yeah. Yeah, no matter what. Unless you were from Shashi. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can eliminate that I'm from Shashi. Everyone is made up of things that they learn, things that they acquire people who influence them that is part of it but also some of it is who you are something you're born with and I have a feeling that there's something inside of you something about you who you are if you have any memories dig the dead they've selected you for some reason maybe it was random that's possible too I suppose. Did Celis have a name for this? Reaper. <laughs> it's not funny. It's a little no, funny. No, it's not funny. It's a little funny. Merlin. <laughs> a reaper? Yeah. It's very dramatic. I know, and I'm... I'm not dramatic. I'm not fancy. I am starting to have feelings of, of, of my mind not fully being my own. Uh, you might be right. Memories are stored somewhere that I haven't quite unlocked yet, but I believe that journey is going to be a long one. All right. All right. Nothing yet, no caravans, quiet. Good luck, Tiefling. Love you, Ireland. I love you too, Orba. Ellen lies down. <laughs> Bed rolls sort of set out for him. Crawls in. You hear the little bit of kind of rolls over on the grass there. Anything that you wanted to accomplish during your watch? No. <laughs> She's going to say it. Time passes by. <laughs> cool evening breeze a couple times you kind of tuck yourself in tight you, you to pick up the bedroll and you kind of wrap yourself around it. it's quite cool as it gets darker out here wind blowing through the woods you hear the leaf, leaves rustling goes by without incident the next watch passes over makes the fear was next it was graven next yes it was me I'm third okay anything that you wanted to accomplish during the no <laughs> <laughs> Sphere's watch goes by uneventful. Craven's next. Now in the dark of night, Craven begins his watch. Sit and watch the road. <laughs> see a little bit of the moonlight. <laughs> you see a little bit of the moonlight kind of sparkling off the river from here. It's the only bit of light that you can kind of see that's out at the moment. Very still, very quiet. Looking over at the their sleeping forms. Is, is there enough to light to see that Orba is unseeable? <laughs> she is. Un, that she's what? Oh, unseeable. Yeah. She's uh, yes. Orba's gone. Orba's gone. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, wake up. Orba's gone. Wake up. <laughs> the the bedroll <laughs> is... Here. You can tell that there's a... You're in the bedroll, but, but that you don't see... It's yes. uh, snoring my legs. I'll give like a... a grimace. And just keep... Finish out your watch. 
the end of your watch comes <sighs> uneventful as well. So by now, it's probably like three in the morning. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. Early start. All right. <laughs> when you finish um, up your watch. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure that I'm finishing up my prayers and preparations for the new spell loadout. So everybody's completed a long rest. Oh, is our HP back? Your HP has returned, uh, or your max HP that had been reduced yeah, by the vampiric oh, mist has returned. Go around and just vary each one in turn. Just a yeah, sort of gentle, gentle thing. Hands, and it, yeah. people kind of jolt awake a little bit, and you can tell yeah. sort of just, just a little disorientation <laughs> at how, like, you know, still dark yeah. out it is. Uh, so weird. <laughs> Is my horse back to full HP? <laughs> you can, well, maybe a little bit later, but you can tell that when you start to kind of <laughs> saddle up your horse and that it's it's got a little more energy in its step, oh. that it's returned a little bit. BB2! <laughs> <laughs> I could have cast, like a, no, I, no, I, I was going to say I could have cast a Cure Wounds on it last okay. night, but I, I know that the max, <laughs> it's max HP would have gone. I what, what did you just roll? That. My fucking girdle. Oh. That girdle has been a disappointing. <laughs> it's useful. Only restored one. Yeah. Only restored one. All right. Guys, we have to rest again. I got a girdle up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I got a girdle Got a girdle up. <laughs> girdle, girdle, girdle. We just stay here until 3 o'clock the next morning. Just We're going into a fight, girdle. and you guys are making me prepare yeah. sending right now. Shh. It's just one spell. Shh. What could it do? I wanted to try spirit guardians. Oh, that sounds fun, too. Sounds... It is. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't know. Uh, all right. You guys have... Gotten up, have a quick bite to eat here. <laughs> Maybe the remains of some of that, uh, those yeah, berries. Leftover, uh, yeah, leftover berries. I'm night. picturing it like the almirage was pretty small. That went pretty quickly. The meat the meat was a popular wow. choice, but you mix it with a little bit of your ration. Did our traps catch anything? Can I check? You checked. They did not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're not set off, are they? They're not set off. They're both fully... I'm going to pack them up and put them back in Raven's saddlebag. Pull the chain up out of the ground <clears throat> Sorry. So might be perfect timing to go to the Broken Crown outpost, no? Once we cross the river, we should start to see very well, but yes. As soon as we cross right. the river, we should start treading carefully and quietly. We don't know if they have scouts. Right. True. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's saddle up. A little bit of an odd feeling as you guys sort of making your arrangements and accommodations in the dark of night. But there's also a feeling of after passing by the caravan and again talking about the Broken Crown Station, just traveling at night feels there's a little security in that, that you're not going to run into someone sort of unexpectedly that might be traveling. (laughs) And you start to move along the road. And again... For those of you who have dark vision, you can you have the bridge more or less in your sights. It's a little further down. It's in the distance, but you can you start to slowly, slowly approach it, sort of at one horse step at a time, trotting down the road there. And not long after you've broken camp, Safira feels just kind of a light tug over her right shoulder. At first, it feels like nothing more than maybe the breeze kind of getting caught on your tunic. But then not only does the sensation grow stronger, almost like someone placing a hand on you to get your attention, you realize that the origin of the pressure is not actually your shoulder, 
but your bow that's slung over your back as if something's okay. kind of lightly tugging Can I on the bow. put my hand on it? Sure. You put your hand on the bow. It feels like some force is just kind of gently tugging at it in the direction of the woods to the east. <gasps> you don't see anything unusual from here in that direction. Just more trees, more bushes, tall grass. And that pulling sensation gets a little stronger. And in addition to that, sometimes in the past when your bow, the animal spirits within the bow could sense something, you'd start to hear noises, howling, growling a little bit. Can I hear anything? You listen and the sounds are whimpering. Oh no. Coming from inside my bow? Yes. (laughs) No! And the tugging gets a little stronger. Hold on something. No, it's scared of something. Um, I'm so sorry. Can we hold on for a second here? What's wrong? I don't know. Something's wrong with my bow. It's whimpering. It it wants to go this way. And everybody turns. It's not just a sensation. You can see the bow, like, almost like a magnet's pulling at it. Like, is it trying to get to something or get away from something? What's wrong with it? It's whimpering. I I, I want to follow where it goes. I'm sorry. Should we? Can we go? Sure. Sure. All right. All right. We can, should... I, can I start going in the direction towards sure. where it's Sure, on horseback? Are you going to say there a path? Yeah. There isn't a path, but it's not uh, so thick here that you couldn't ride the horse through the woods. I want to try to talk to the bow a little bit. You're right, I'm sorry. This is on the other side of the bridge? or No, not no, yet. To the yeah, not yet. In oh, fact, okay. like you're heading kind of up to the northeast, and it's pulling you oh, like, away from oh, the river. Oh, I see, yeah, I see. Okay, yeah, okay. Eastward away from the river, in the opposite direction. Is this an invitation or a warning? I don't know. I mean, if it's saying go this way, I'm assuming it means Is go this way. Is it saying go this way? Well, it's hard to tell. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at the bow. If, like... if it gets more frantic as we get closer, maybe that's a sign that it's not good. Right? Right. Okay. Listen to the. Can, can we hear the sounds? Well, you can uh, see it moving. Because you can, see, can we hear the sounds, or is it just you Sephira? You have heard the sounds before, mm-hmm. but they're very quiet. Right now, only okay. Sephira can hear the noises. It's kind of like a little. Right. Lead the way. Lead the way. I'll sort of get right up close right. to her. So yes. it sort of turns in the direction that the sort of pulling was in the direction of, yeah. and you ride a little closer, and it starts to pull a little harder. Even though you can see it like bending a little bit, the oh tip, of the top tip of the bow, and the whimpering. Grows it, a little louder. Is it whimpering that sounds like I'm scared or oh my god, I need that treat? <laughs> uh, more the former than the latter. I'm scared? Yes. Okay. Well, but if it's if it's pulling you in that direction as we go, it seems surely. I mean, that's what I'm confused Couple about. more steps further, and the bend gets even more. It's like we should get away from here. And it starts, here. the string that's around your chest starts to dig in, like it's pulling that hard. Oh. Like, all right, all right. Is it pulling away, or is it pulling? Toward the woods. Okay. It's pulling toward the direction you were riding in there. Do you want me to quietly go ahead? That looks like it wants to get off of you. I'd say we ride in the opposite direction. Can I pull the bow off of me and like Careful, almost try to use off. it as a Give me a, a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god. A strength saving throw. If it's pulling away from her, I want to go over towards her. And uh, you're too far to grab. Far. Okay. Uh, 21. 21. As soon as you take it off, it kind of... And it's like this, as if someone's on the other end tug of war. Like you're holding half of the bow and it's pulling in that direction Look, toward the woods. I think it wants to go this If it's way. afraid, Graven, the scary thing's away from it. Can, let's go forward, please. So running with her. So you're still on horseback here? I'm like worried it's going to break. Still on yeah, horseback? I'm still on horseback. Yet as you're holding onto it, it looks like it might break. Like it is bending and you're holding onto it as hard as you can. <laughs> and you ride forward a little bit. Are you all following her? Yes. As you're riding forward, the bow, it gets harder and harder to hold onto it. And as you guys are riding, 
you start to feel a sensation. Erlen's hands holding the reins. The gloves are being like pulled oh, off of no. your hands. You feel we, the girdle around your waist, like pulling in the same direction. We need to get um, away what other from magical this. items? Oh, oh no! Orba's ring oh, around no. her finger. It's like pulling at her knuckle. I have there. a I'm magical gonna, mace and shield. Raven's mace and shield start to this is the wrong run, way. run, run, run. Ah, run. Start to try to gallop Everybody the other way. Everybody give me saving throw oh, shit. with disadvantage. Oh, oh my god. It was weak oh, with disadvantage, yep. strength saving. Strength saving throws with disadvantage. Oh no, guys. Seven. That's cocked. I'm gonna lose. Ten. Ten. Three. Natural one. Natural one. Okay. As soon as you guys start to pull, that force becomes overwhelmingly strong. You are thrown from your horses as the items start to pull. Graven's mace, go out <gasps> in the distance. Your shield, like top over bottom. I'm sorry. Let's I'm go of her bow. <laughs> the bow disappears. The gloves are pried off of Erlen's hands into the distance. And the belt that's around your waist, it's too attached to you. Oh. And you start, <laughs> you start to get dragged forward from the force of no, the belt. In the same yeah. as your oh ring goes. Off the end oh, of your I feel so is it dumb. What? I have a sash. The sash so as well, stupid. pulling kind of, it comes unwrapped. The sash and. No. Is it all in the my, same direction? The My holy symbol? Um, oh. Your holy symbol's not magical. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, it's, a it's a relic. Yeah, yeah it's a focus. Right. It's uh, Erlen's going to. Um, uh, 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 I'm going to. Uh, yeah. As I'm being dragged, I want to ready a dodge act, or like be prepared to dodge sure. if something's gonna come. So Erland is literally like as if someone was holding his feet. He's yeah. like on his butt, like. So I want to like I want to largely forward. actually give into pulling. I don't want to expend energy okay. pulling away, and sure. I sort of want to get my feet up and my hands up, ready sure. to like. Sort of, you can. It's uncomfortable. You kind of bump over a couple rocks, oh ready to move things. Yeah, uh, you take bit. one bludgeoning damage as you just kind of. I'll oh, try oh, to yeah. go after him to either grip him up or get the. Honestly. We need to get this thing off of you and go to start to take it off of him. Give me an athletics trek to try and catch Ooh. up to Erland as he's running. Holy as he's being dragged Athletics. Uh, 12. 12. So you're running as fast as you can. You kind of catch up to Erland. You can get your hands on the belt there. Take. I'm taking it off you. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> give me a uh, straight <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Raven unhooks the kind of uh, just the last part of the belt there, and it comes loose, and it just flies into the distance, rolling and sprinting after it. Great. We need to stay together. Erlen's running. You're running. You're off your horse. I'm, I'm off my horse. Trying to yeah. follow them We're so we don't lose okay. sight of where I the have things the horse are. And I'm, Great. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start running too. Everybody and running in that direction. And I still have a hold of my bow. Uh, no, no, he lost it. Oh, so gone. And Graven and Erlen, who are sort of ahead, running in the distance. There, you see Sapphira's bow like bouncing end over end, almost like it's like a wheel, kind of moving forward for the for the ahead of me. Or oh yeah, it's, it's okay. like a good bit ahead of you. And it goes into the forest. It's like this renegade kind of tumbleweed, like bouncing all the way through, faster and faster and faster, until very suddenly it sticks into the soil around what would be kind of a rather unassuming tree, if not for the faint purple shimmer that runs up the trunk from the base to the branches, this kind of glistening iridescence rife with arcane energy, and all of the magical items that had gone flying off of you, like, stick into the dirt around the tree, Oh, Sink into the soil okay. there. Does this image strike anything with it? Me. Give me an arcana check. Yeah, is this. Do Give me an arcana check. Okay. Not... 
Erlen, not knowing what this is, is going to yeah, run yeah. up to uh, Safira's bow. Seems right. the easiest to grab. It is and very easy to grab. It's still sticking out. And I want to try my best. I want to try to run up check. and help him. Great. You can you can start to run up. Uh, don't give me a check. Natural yet. 20. Great. Tw- thir- uh, 12 on the Arcana. 12, okay. 22. 22. Orba, you see the shimmering purple energy that kind of from the base to the branches. And you remember reading about this back at the Holes of Transmutation. Is this called Recondite Timber? R-E-C-O-N-D-I-T-E, Recondite. It's a tree that's been, it's, it's not always a tree, but this tree has been tainted so fully by magic that it now feeds and grows only on magic. It's forgotten how to like absorb nutrients through the soil or the sun. Oh and God. it senses the presence of magic and tries to eat it, basically. Like, it fuels itself through the use of magic. So it's a, it can pull at these magical items. There's a couple things that you recall about this recondite timber. Okay. It's usually the result of, like, magical experimentation, where the plant has absorbed kind of a dose of arcane energy. It might have been a spilled, sort of very powerful potion. It could have been a spell that was cast here, and kind of the arcane energy was diffused onto the tree. So something happened to this tree magically that's now made it sort of hunger for magic. Okay. And the presence of the timber also means that it must have been fairly recently because actually the lifespan of recondite timber is very short because it no longer can absorb nutrients from the soil or the sun. It right. only can feed on magic. And if it doesn't find any magic, it quickly withers away and dies. Okay. So if it can't find magic items to feed on, basically, or some source of magic, then it just kind of slowly withers and dies. Okay. So it must have been recent. And, um, yeah, sorry. What were you saying? No, uh, would I know if setting this tree alight would, like get rid of the pull or weaken it? Or? Uh, I mean, damaging the tree could certainly weaken it, yes. Okay. Like, it's still a tree in most essence. It just has sort of a magical essence to it. And I would imagine the closer you get to this thing, the harder it is to yank something yes, out of the, it. Yes, the force of the pull, it gets stronger and stronger the closer you get to the item. What else, by the way, do you guys have any other magical items I in your possessions? So. Okay. I, think so. I mean, I have well, potions and stuff. Uh, just... No, those wouldn't get pulled. So I have a a magical tattoo. Um, okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah. The, uh, the is the invigorating urn magical in nature, or is that like? Uh, yes. Is that on your person oh, or no. on the horse? Uh, that's a good question. Give me one second. The urn is on me. It's on you. Okay. You feel in your bag. Your bag kind of swings around and is pulled towards the tree. You feel your quiver kind of rattling a little bit as the arrows are kind of. You you put your hand up to kind of make sure that the arrows don't go flying out. Grimari's giant grimoire page. Is that on your person or on the horse? My person. It's on your person. As Erlen goes up to grab the bow from the ground, there you can hear. Twenty, by the way. You can hear a (laughs) sound of. Paper tearing. That wouldn't ruin the page. I don't. No. That wouldn't ruin the magic on the. No. Page. It would not ruin the magic on the page. The page. Oh, book. I know. I'd have to get out of my bag. Still. How close is this tree to other trees around it? Um, it's there's a lot of trees around. It's not the only one. Um, Erland grabs and with all his might pulls as hard as he can, and you get it loose from the dirt there for a moment. And you have it in your hand, and you look around. I want to. I don't want to give it to her. I want to sling it over my shoulder so it doesn't fly away. Okay, you sling it over your shoulder, and Erlen, take it off. You to the tree. Like now, you're pinned against kind of the Can tree. Can I try and the to grab there. it from Erlen? Give me an athletics check. We do. We need to destroy the tree. As Orba gets closer to it, 
You feel oh. almost like almost like someone with a tattoo in a like a you know, an MRI? MRI machine. You feel oh that God. Ah! like something yeah. ripping at the skin. I'm there. gonna go up to the base of the tree and try to aim uh, uh, upwards at it so that it doesn't hit as many around it. Okay. But I'm gonna immediately cast a, 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 a fucking burning hand towards the top of the tree. That's where we're gonna end. Now. <laughs> I want it to end. <laughs> Something feeding oh. off of the many magical items that you got. For, uh, uh, you can tell that probably a lot of people have walked by this yeah, without not, even knowing that it was there. They never had any magic sort of on them at the time. Because they're losers. And also, Saphir, it sort of clicks in Saphira's head just how much kind of potent magic is in the bow. Because that was yeah. the first thing to get like latched onto. So it's very sort of potent Don't with magic. Don't steal my friends. Energy, <laughs> my friends are in that bow. Uh, so some of the magic down. items are sinking into yeah. the soil. Oh there, my the god! Of the tree. Yep. Anything that sort of flew off of your well, person. Well, I know. come back next week when we have oh no god. magic shit and we have to go fight a bunch of undead. Come I back next week bow. for the TPK. I have your bow. Yeah, and, and you're getting straight. Is it? Am I being absorbed into the soil? No, he is no. going to be absorbed. It's like the pulling tree. you right now. You're just like pulled tight as. Okay, a, great. I have your boat. Like you're not getting absorbed. <laughs> yeah. Or it's going to be like Moonstruck and be like, I lost my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have a hand. Is there one other question there? You... No, I can save it. Okay, we'll save it for next we'll Save time. it for storytelling. That is where we're going to end tonight's episode. Okay. Oh. That seems like a good a time as any. Some recondite away. Did not want to like, go in that direction. I want to go over here. No, it I want to go in this direction. I'm it seemed, what have you, I thought, we obviously all thought it was going to be a badger friend for her bow. I'm going to contact my Except animal behavior and see what Scared. Dogs are scared of badgers. We're contacting If an animal is getting pulled and whimpering. How do you know? Obviously. could have been doing the like, I'm nervous, come over here maybe. See, nerves can mean excitement. Oh. Snapping Cobra did 20 bits. Kill Thank me. you so much. Crazy My Locha. My poor little frog. Rich Struggleite Man with 100 bits. You have power with 100 bits. Crazy Locha with 10 more plus another one. 11 total. Earth Mage 7 did 100 bits. Wretched Troglodyte Man did 50. Hey, Maniac did a community sub. Zog D&D cheered a bit. Welcome. That seems like a new name for me. Uh, Crazy Locha, another community sub. Gifted to Zog D&D. Cool Shaver did 100 shades of blue, gave out a community sub. Crazy Locha did 100 bits, and then Snapping Cobra with one bit to close us out. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, we need the bits. If I don't come back next week, it's because only I magical items. <laughs> I look. I was on. I was on the page that that wolf was trying to get a friend. We're I wrong. Was hopeful. Are you wrong. I. You're right. Where I'm stupid. I you're smart. I feel so stupid. I will never forgive myself for this. Goodbye. That's Those it. things aren't going to trust you anymore. I know. Feel so bad. You think I didn't think take, about that? I'm gonna take crushing damage trying to protect this fucking bow because I feel like an idiot. I need stupid, that stupid, shield stupid. and mace. Yeah, you do. I need all of them. You need your yeah. Hands. It's, it's like it. it's I like a hoarder's hand. front lawn. Like all the things are stuck like <laughs> in it. halfway into the soil. I imagine that it would take a while for the things to literally. I mean, probably the magic would go away from them before the items themselves, like, disintegrated. Yeah, I mean, they're sinking very slowly into the yeah. soil. Like, it's not like it went in the soil and they, like, yeah. disappeared. Like, they're, like, oh, getting pulled into the soil. Look, if we lose the girdle... <laughs> yeah, that's why... Why didn't you take it off yourself? Why did you wait for me? Because I wanted to see what you pulling Merlin's being You have to take a I was ready! I was ready! He's like... It takes you all the way. You don't even have to work. Receive me!
hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for Good. joining us. Thank we will see you so next week much. at the same time, 7 o'clock. Thank you all so much for the support um, and all the subs and bits and everything, the gifts. Um, that is where we'll pick it's it up. Um, and we'll see what we can get back. Hopefully everything. Yeah, hopefully. Why do you like taking our stuff from If we have to sacrifice something, guys, to sacrifice the girdle. It never loved me. <sighs> We're not going to get a fucking choice. It's not gonna trust me. Anymore. It eats everything up and then it spits yeah. the girl out. You can keep this. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Don't need it. Okay. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Oh we'll see you next God. weekend. Oh. Bye. Good night. Good goodbye. Night. Thank you. Bye. You have reached the conclusion for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. There's always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift. 